Okay, let's go in a three, in two, and in one. And welcome everybody to Framecast number 57. Um, I've almost lost track of the count, but here we are, 57 episodes in. How's it going, Drew? How are you doing today? I can see my face. Hell yeah! I can see my face. Yeah! Show me my face. Yeah, and now you're showing me my face. We're, 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 we're using a new thing. OBS is updated, and like it allows us to, to push through this stream straight to Drew on Discord so he can see exactly what you're seeing, unless you're listening to this just, just on now. like yeah. Anchor. So he can see himself now. He can have very interesting conversations with himself. Or me. Or him. <laughs> Whoever do you want to talk to, Drew? <laughs> it's up to you. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, like, that's kind of sus, Treble says. Who's sus? I don't know, man. Like, ask Drew. Drew, ask yourself. Or, like, actually, there's a. Sure. Actually, there, okay. He, he says he's not sus. So. I'm not yeah. sus. <laughs> You, you think I'm sus, but I'm not sus. It's, Actually, it's like I'm I'm the least sus person here. The fun part with play, so the fun part if I play uh, Among Us with Drew is Drew will always like vote me out regardless of whether I'm imposter or not. It was just be it's you. Oh my god! I can't believe I did that one. It's just, oh god! And I cost us the game as well. <laughs> Such an idiot. Next time I'll just stand around forever. Clearly. And anyway, um. Uh, there's a big rainstorm going out. I don't know if you guys can yeah, hear that. Yeah, I can bloody hear that. Yeah, I can bloody hear that. Oh, damn. Anyway, so, uh, like, that's happening. Um, just, like, lay down, close your eyes, and just imagine that the rain is falling. You just, like, lay in your bed and... Oh. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> uh. Stop yeah. now. It's 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 so nice. Like on the one hand, I loved I loved like the rainy season because like oh it makes me fall asleep so so well. Like the storms, it's like perfect. Whenever I have to go outside, which is not a lot of these days, but still sometimes, uh, I don't know, man. Like I I just don't want too much of the same one thing. Yeah, that's that's I agree. that's the important thing for me. I just don't want too much rain. I don't want too much sun. I want a lot of snow, mm -hmm. like because we never get that. But yeah. yeah. Actually, like it's been years since since we've had snow here. But anyway, um, okay, so we have a bunch of topics uh, today. Uh, let me just very quickly go through the topics that we have. Uh, then I have a little like um, household thing to do um, for my YouTube channel, and then we can get into like the regular stuff of what have you played, um, and so on. So first, the topics for today: we have Twitch introduces licensed music library for streamers, which sounds pretty good, but. There's always a bot. This music library can only be played live, and it pays out the artists in exposure. So, uh, like, uh, how how much how much have you been able to buy with exposure, Drew? Do do your local shops sell things for exposure? You just give them like like, like no like, no, buy, no. You see, buy... see for me like I feel insulted when. I even have the notion, like it just makes me sick to my stomach to think that you get artists out there that are paid in quote unquote exposure. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah. There was a brilliant, oh God, like TikTok video where, oh God, I can't remember who it was. Basically, there was this guy pretending to be like an assassin and it's like, that'll be $50,000. Oh, well, we were thinking about paying you in exposure. exposure. <laughs> And the guy was like, 
what? Yeah, we have like 10,000 Twitter followers each. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Uh, Obviously, it was just taking the piss, but... Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, oh, no, I can't pay my rent in, in money, but I can pay it in exposure. Oh, man. Like, my rent would be so much cheaper if I could do that. I mean, should like... probably be nothing. I mean, like, 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 you can pay them in exposure, and you can hold the threat over of negative exposure if they don't accept. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know, if, if exposure could be a real currency, like it would actually have its benefits because, like, not accepting the payment would result in negative payment, actually. <laughs> Oh, God. But then you've got the problem of, like, this is just a rabbit hole, like a mass yeah. rabbit where you've got agencies. So you, you know how you have estate agents right now? It's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we control your rent. Yeah, well, I have, like, 3,000 Twitter followers. It's like, you're just going to have agencies <laughs> that are out there that are amassing followers just so that they can control exposure. Like, yeah, you have to pay us real money for it exposure I'm like, wait a second How, <laughs> when did this change to be honest it would solve a lot of problems though because like you know how people were worried about bitcoin because bitcoin like allowed oh criminals to do uh transactions because it wasn't being monitored like right now if yeah. like if you pay an exposure like how are you gonna do like shady criminal activity like <laughs> hey like under uh, like under the bridge like hey uh, i want to buy some drugs for you well that's gonna cost you like 10 exposure Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, let's uh, deal. Okay, let's go. So, hey guys, welcome to my vlog. Today I'm here with my drug dealer right on the bridge. So if you want the best illegal drugs, come down to the bridge at 22 Street. He has got like the best guy. What's your name again? Oh. Like, that's his name. Here, I got his driver's license. Check him out. He's a really good guy. Follow him on Twitter. Follow him on Instagram. Okay, I see you. Okay, thanks for the drugs. It's like, yeah, hell yeah, man. <laughs> oh, this, this, this is fucking genius, man. It's, it's up there with smuggling... Warhammer miniatures and um, what's it called? Hackers or gamer hackers stealing waifus from gangsters. Oh, that's man. that's how fucking up there it is. Anyway, should we should we yeah, progress let's, on? Let, let, let's move on. Let's move on. So the the, the 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 second topic that we have for today oh, fuck. is called the Monster Hunter movie trailer. Need we say oh. more? That's going to come later. Uh, we also have Google not supporting Stadia on their new Chromecast for 2021. Uh, mm -hmm. What will that mean for the future of Stadia? And then PlayStation 5 remake of PlayStation 4 Spider-Man means that if you have a game on the PS4 or on an old console and you thought that that game was going to be the same game as on the new platform, no, don't worry about it. You, your, your game will suck or be great, depending on like what you what you think of it. But they're going to change the game. They're changing the game. Spider-Man. They're changing Spider-Man for the PlayStation 5. To there's make... there's, what, there's yeah. one important thing that they're changing, and it's... Basically, it's Peter Parker. That that yeah. that's what the topic's about. Fair, about very, very, very minor, minor edit. Like you won't notice. Be <laughs> <laughs> fucking blind not to notice that. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Anyway, so those are the four topics for today. Um, before we get into those, and before we get into the regular framecast, I do very quickly want to touch on like a little bit of housekeeping for like this YouTube channel. If you're watching this on the YouTube channel, um, I recently talked about it in the stream today because someone asked like, where have the bloody videos been? Um. Well, they haven't been here for like a while uh, for a, a main reason. Uh, my computer's kind of trash and like it has been for a while. Like I've been able to like edit around that, but like my life has gotten a lot busier when it comes to like university that I've started when it comes to like more streaming that I've been doing like today. Like this is the second stream that I'm doing on Twitch. Check out on Twitch. If you haven't seen that and you want to see more content, like that's where I'm at right now. But basically like 
I have been having issues with like Premiere Pro on this computer right here, my edit computer, where basically like it doesn't accept anything that's like perfect constant frame rate. So that means that like if I record for an hour or two hours, like halfway through the audio and video will be completely off. And it's like a really big pain to work with. So all the videos that I've been working on just have been like complete garbage. And I've been trying to like work them on my, 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 my laptop because like I can't get the newer version of Premiere Pro because I'm running Windows 8 on the main computer. I'm not going to change that because there's so much stuff on there. I'm not going to do that. Uh, and like the laptop just will crash every single time I'm using Premiere. Now, I do also use Sony Vegas, which doesn't have that problem. However, like whenever I'm editing for Xeno, which I've also been starting doing um, uh, a little bit to decide for some videos. So you might see some really cool videos. Check out all Xenos Arbiters and like figure out if you like tell me which which videos you think I edited. Check all of them out and then like make a list and I, I might say like yes or no. Um, but yeah, like I'm using Sony Vegas for that, but like also like in editing that, like it will crash like multiple times. I gotta really watch my CPU count. So I need to upgrade my PC at some point in order to like bring back videos on full steam. I'll try to bring back like some like like bit by bit. Uh, but yeah, that's that's where they've gone to like in the meantime. So like there's a lot of framecasts right now here on this channel. I know that if you're not a big fan of the podcast because you like the the wacky and energetic videos, like they'll be coming back. Uh, we had a wacky and energetic start, so hopefully this what we're confronting you to podcast too. But if you want to have like more of the video experience of like the gameplay experience, like Twitch is like the only thing that I can really offer. Uh, maybe like a video a week if things turn better. Um, but yeah, it's uh, that's the situation right now. Um, I, so. I so food for thought. Don't yeah. commit to this because like I'm putting you on the spot here. Yeah. One thing you could do, and I'm mostly speaking to your audience, like if people were to back you with on like patreon or subscribe to your twitch or whatever like with twitch sorry was it is it twitch prime it is twitch prime isn't yeah it? we have Where, twitch prime yeah. right if you subscribe to michelle that could potentially get you the revenue to find people to edit down highlights like how lixian does it for markiplier you know the markiplier's yeah. videos on youtube are actually really entertaining i couldn't certainly watch a whole stream though like yeah. ain't, ain't nobody got time for that yeah no like um i mean if, if you want to support the channel that's like like you can do that via twitch via the, the, the prime thing uh via subscribing via donating on twitch or via like the patreon thing um generally like if i like like my focus right now is this week we're gonna have a send free launch so basically amd is gonna bring out new processors and we recently had the rtx 30 series launch which are like which means some pretty good developments within like the the computer world so like any any funds that i have are going to be going to like making a making a good computer so that that I can edit because like it's not that i can't edit like like that i don't have time to edit these things it's just that i don't have time right now to be like every like every five seconds well no actually like basically every 30 seconds to every minute like having my premiere crash and like starting it up again and having it crash and start up again so as long as i can have a pc that can actually like work with the workflow i can start making videos again but again like i I'm, i don't want to force anyone into like or like beg anyone for money that's not my style um i'll make it happen but like you know support is nice but <laughs> Anyway, I find it weird bringing money into things. Uh, so that was just like a quick thing. So like, if you're wondering what the videos are at, I'll try and get something out as soon as possible. But yeah, it's bottleneck right now. Hard. Anyway, so Drew, what have you been playing? Uh, I've actually started playing Genshin Impact. Ooh, um, how's that? Interesting. Mm. It's So I, I like to play a lot of co-op games. I'm not a fan of, I'm not a huge fan of PvP. I don't like how competitive some people can get. I don't like how competitive I can get. Um, but 
I like my PvE co-op games. I am not prepared to pass judgment on Genshin Impact because I can't do the co-op until my account ranks 16. Ooh. But I don't know, six to eight hours into the game so far, maybe more, and I still can't do the co-op. And in all honesty, that that is a negative to me. Like, I don't know why I can't play with Loz. That so, is, that's weird. Like, it's weird. It's like, really weird. Do you have an idea, like, how long? You're, you're six to eight hours in already. How long do you still have to go? Do you have an idea? Do they say? I'm... Last I remember, my account, my, my adventure rank was 11. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I genuinely don't know. And I also have to wait for Loz to get to rank 16. Oh, yeah, of course. So I'll probably get to rank 16 and then just wait. But I mean, it's it's super weird. Honestly, it's just yeah. so genuinely weird that you can't co-op together during the main plot of the game or any of the quests. That is really strange, especially like, I mean, six to eight hours and not even there yet. That's a long commitment. And most of the time, mm. most of the time, it's better if you start out together because yeah. like if you start a game together, you're both at the same level and like you can kind of like uh, tag along with each other. But if you already have to dedicate like six to eight hours of the game, those are very important, crucial six to eight hours where like you yeah. got to like you got to understand the game. Like you're there's so many new impressions. So like that's the moment that's like the crux where like most people like either leave or continue. And at that point, like having a co-op is like one of the big reasons why people, even if they don't get the game, they're like, oh, well, at least I'm playing together with my friends. So maybe I'll get it later. Like that carries people through that phase. And I was like, six, like 10, 12 hours. Like how long do you, like, that's a long, long commitment for like a game where like, if you're like, oh, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I think co-op like should be ready to start. Then again, I haven't played yeah. it, but that's weird. Really weird. It, it is certainly interesting. It's very high quality considering it's a free to play game. Ooh. It's... Gacha mechanics are still something to be explored. Like, I don't truly understand them. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that, that will come with time. Yeah. The... Oh, God, what else? You know, but for, like, a free-to-play game that is effectively a clone of Zelda Breath of the Wild, it's a fucking good game i'm not gonna lie also climbing climbing for days i fucking love climbing <laughs> oh what's that so uh just just to give a little bit of clarity playing the the, the starting mission is like oh make sure you go talk to that uh, blacksmith over there he could build you weapons i'm like yeah so i know go speak to the blacksmith he's in the city somewhere right instead of actually like running out the front door the front gate whatever i climbed the wall and jumped off right mm. <laughs> and I, I was talking to Lars about this and like we 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 done the the campaign the other quest and everything and i was coming back through the city main gate i was like oh there's the blacksmith I was like, what do you mean there's the blacksmith there's the blacksmith like, didn't you go past him on your way out no <laughs> how, how could you not go the right next to the main gate is like, went over the wall <laughs> what do you mean you went over the wall i could go over the wall i went over the wall hell yeah so, yeah, I like. I I've heard a lot of good things about it. Even like I've like at first was super like hands up like ah gacha like I'm not really down for another yeah. gacha game. But like I've heard that it's, it's somewhat acceptable. So uh, I'm I'm gonna try it this week if I have time. Um, like this week is a lot of uh, finishing off projects and shit with uh, university. So like once that is done, I'll finally have time to do some uh, Genshin and see what the I find it very interesting how there is such distinct 
differences in terms with gacha and loot boxes. Yeah, because mm -hmm. obviously loot boxes are really heavily frowned upon across everywhere, but when it comes to gacha, it's okay. Like it's it's the same thing. It is. I, yeah, I, I would like I would actually say like I've I've not been that big on loot boxes like I've never played it so so like when mm. I say big like I've never really insert and get to them too much but when it comes to gacha it's like I I like I've played a gacha game pretty seriously like about a year ago and especially when you have like a thing where it's like like roll it and then like the thing goes and like boom and then like they, I mean like it, it's it's basically like the same thing and it might just be worse because you're like you can sometimes like feel like coming sort of thing and I remember like I don't know if every gacha game does this but like this game that I'd played had like every month there would be like a special character with like increased drop chance so like you'd you'd farm up your crystals and then like you'd spend them all and then like next time there would be another character and it's like yeah I mean I get it why they're doing it, but at the same time, like, I just, I like it way more. I like games way more when, like, it's a free-to-play model with, like, microtransactions where it's, like, for this amount of money, you can buy this. And it's, like, it's straightforward. Like, yeah. you put in your money, you know what you're going to get. And here, it's, like, it's weird. Because, like, on the other hand, like, do you feel the same way towards, like, Pokemon cards or Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Magic the Gathering cards? Like, like, like. Because these are also kind of things which, like, yes, they're physical items, but still it's the same idea where, like, you buy a pack and, like, you got to yeah. hope that you don't have doubles. And, like, we've been fine with that forever. And, like, I liked collecting them, but, like, isn't that the same thing? So with the card packs, mm -hmm. you can be sort of, like, caught out. So um, because say you had, like, this legendary card, this super rare card right you have to print a certain number of them mm -hmm. and if you don't then they're going to call you out and say oh well you know this this card doesn't exist right you you are you're yeah. talking crap out of your ass right mm -hmm. um and the the importance of um the physical item is that it's easy enough to counteract it the problem with the digital item is it works much like a slot machine or fruit machine that, that typically what they're called in okay with a slot machine the slot machine rewards you just enough to keep you playing mm -hmm. right so it gives you enough of a, an adrenaline high because the slot machine is uh, a glorified calculator so it can monitor what you a What's the name of the damn thing? Uh, a card pack, card pack can't do that. A box of cards, box of cards can't do that. So that's like a fair, chaotic system. Mm -hmm. Whereas, and the same can be said for loot boxes in video games, where the video game can say, ah, you've put 80 quid in the game, therefore we'll um, now give you a special reward. That is a good point, because like what you say is, a car pack is a car pack and like the cards will be in the pack regardless. So yeah. like I don't think I don't think it happens a lot that people like buy the packs like I buy one pack at the store I open it up. Oh my god, I got a really good one. Let me buy another. Like most of the time people yeah. are really into it. Just buy a box and when you're at home you have bought a box, you got a good box. Like you got to yeah. go to the store and buy a box again. It's like that that takes time and the cards are the same cards, but like yeah. these these the digital mechanics, they can be like, "Okay, we found out that if we like if we if we give you 
just a rare at like the fourth try then like yeah. you'll throw more money in and like they can like they can control that and that is something where yeah yeah you're 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 pretty much spot on that like i was thinking more about like like because before i was thinking about people said like oh yeah the, the bad thing is because like it's a digital thing and the other things are physical things and yes a part of that is true um when it comes to like spending money on digital games basically like your value is there as long as the game's active once the servers go down like you've it's like well say say goodbye to your money now um yeah but on the other hand like you could make the same argument for like the cards it's like it's literally like you're just buying like pieces of cardboard with some print on it it's like technically it doesn't really have that that much value except for no one can like take it away from you uh but i that's, do think that's the important thing so yeah. people can't take it away from you and thus people can yeah you know, so even if the company collapsed so actually world of warcraft so world of warcraft mm -hmm. had a trading card game where um the company uh was it ude or something like that um upper deck entertainment that was it ude they um they lost the the rights to continue the like they lost the license to continue to produce um the world of warcraft trading card game mm -hmm. and this was roughly um when hearthstone was announced Ooh. right and because you know blizzard didn't want a card game competing with its own card game they they you know they they pulled it so that you couldn't continue making it but just because there wasn't any more world of warcraft trading card game didn't mean i lost all my cards yeah and actually right? actually actually when that happens your pro your cards probably shot up in value because okay. right well, right now, like, if people want to collect them, they can't buy them anymore. Yeah. So, like, yeah, yeah that's that's a very important thing. Let's anyway, see. Uh, Steph says, enough, enough Steph says, in-game War Thunder is script to, if you buy a premium vehicle, it will sell, uh, send you to lower ranks where you will be dominated, so it uh, making it more stressful for players of lower ranks, and that way pressure them to buy it too. That's interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've been caught out with that. Oof. Uh, I think World of War Tanks. No, World of War Tanks, though. No. Uh, War Thunder. No, no, no. It wasn't just War Thunder. I think World of Tanks called out for doing this as well. Yeah. World of Warships, that was it. No, no. World of Tanks was caught out for doing it. World of Warships, I don't think it was. So. To, to be fair, like, um, this is a bit of another topic, but I'm quite curious what you think about it. Um, like, weighted lobbies. Uh, I, I, feel, I, I feel these things are, like, m pretty much a thing from, like, more recent times. I remember 10 years ago, it didn't really feel like that big a thing. Like, it might have, like, somewhat played a thing, but, like, you saw it with, um, like, recently Fortnite was called out for, like, having battle royales with, like, bots for new players so they would always win sort of thing. Uh, yeah. And, like, I recently started, sp started playing Spellbreak, which is, like, another battle royale. I turned my hand because I saw someone play it. I was like, oh, let me see what it is. First couple of games, like, I win continuously. I get a bunch of kills. Then all of a sudden, I just jump into games, and I just, I just get killed instantly. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And yeah. it's like, like I, like, I personally am not the biggest fan of weighted lobbies without telling me like rated lobbies so like like probably like call of duty had it as well but in call of duty you could like see your rank and right now like especially when it comes to battle royales especially when it comes to like like pvp matches where there's no clear rank visible like i really hate it when they're sort of like mashing messing with things like oh first it's easy and then it's hard it's like just give me a baseline give me a baseline so I have a reference i just i just really hate that but i don't know what's your take on it i do not like progression system in pvp games mm -hmm. i do not like an external leveling system 
for a PvP game unless it is just to award you um, in-game currency. Like I like the one in um, Hearthstone. No, no, no. Heroes of the Storm. I lo- oh, I miss that game so much. Mm-hmm. I I like the one that was in Heroes of the Storm because it was there to allow you to invest in getting new characters and to invest in getting cosmetics, Mm -hmm. right? I hated the leveling system in Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the first Modern Warfare, because you had this leveling system that, oh, I died, but um, don't worry, I've dropped a death grenade. I'm like... All these environments are built for close quarters combat. I, you know, and I hate it when someone can have a leg up on you just because they did the game for longer. Not because mm-hmm. they're better, but because they've played it for longer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. like, like I, I can see what you mean. I'm like, I'm like, I mean, like, yeah, with Call of Duty, it was always like the first couple of levels, like you had the standard classes and then you had to like farm up your, your weapons to get better. And like, yeah, like that was very rank dependent. And it's yeah, like, it's- yeah, it's like it, it, people saw that leveling RPG mechanics that worked in games like World of Warcraft, where you got to a new level that you dinged and you got new gear and you got a higher item level. You know, like people saw that and shoehorned it into additional games, right? So, mm-hmm. like the in the the most recent. Uh, Marvel Spider-Man game on the PlayStation 4. There's a leveling system. Why? It's a fucking action game. Why does it need a leveling system? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make fucking sense. Oh, but he needs to work towards getting this, that, other, and he needs points. But points mean prizes. Yeah, but why do you have to ward in a point for getting a level? Why can't you get, like, you know, oh, but you know, it's, it's, it's just, it is tricking the mind into releasing endorphins because you saw a visual cue to you've done good yeah head pat to to be fair when it comes to pvp games uh it is it does have its benefits because uh what i did like with with call of duty for example with like the prestiging which you could like opt into whether you wanted to do that is that even if you had a bad game and even if you lost the game even if you lost the game pretty badly if you did get some kills in like you did feel like oh well at least i progressed like a little bit like i got my ranks up uh and i know that like on the one hand like it's a bad thing that you like start out like you don't all start out with the same weapons because people can have a leg up on you if they played longer that's not entirely down to skill but at the same time uh, if I wouldn't have had that, then I would have just sat there with a feeling like, God dang it, I just lost all these games. What the fuck have I been doing? And now it's like, oh, well, at least, you know, I, let's say if I, I played it for two hours, at least I got some rank in, which uh, I think Warframe also tried to do with their uh, Nightwave system, where it's like, you know, uh, if people have been done farming out or like they only farm resources and like they don't get that resource, if you've been going for two hours at like one reason, you don't get it. It's like, God dang it, well, at least I got some Nightwave standing up. So at least I've been doing something like it can also be a positive thing where you like because because of that you can feel more rewarded about someone even if things primarily don't go your way. So I just want to actually jump on what um Philandia. Yeah, he's called no. Retro. You can also call him Retro if you want to. Fuck you, Retro. Um <laughs> what you call? I just want to point out what Retro has turned around and said. It's like it's actually funny. Team Fortress 2 recently added mechanic a mechanic to make teams skill balanced. Higher skilled players are balanced between teams 
so one team doesn't steamroll the other. I believe if you um, dominate the other team for too long, you get debuffed or something. And that is actually something that I find personally quite appealing, mm -hmm. right? The importance of... God, how do I say this? In StarCraft 2, I remember the value of balancing, you know, matchmaking. You would play, I think it was like three to ten games, and I really can't remember where, and it would work out, I think it was ten, where you would sit, mm -hmm. right, in, in terms of the league system. So bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, and I think there was something else. But when I played uh, 1v1, I jumped straight into to platinum. But a lot of games these days, like Sinoalis, Sinoalis does not use any balanced matchmaking at all. The number of times like we're playing and we just get completely ruffle stomped or we ruffle stomp the opponents. There's very rarely an instance where it's so close to call. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, as long as it's done like as long as it's done like in in like gradually, I like yeah, I can get down with it. Uh, I like I don't like the coddling idea when it comes, especially to PvP battle royales type games, where it's like oh, for the first couple of matches, we're just gonna make you win everything. Like I like I think uh, that was last last year with like Fortnite season two or something. I'd never played Fortnite, and then like Zaxxepts came made a video about season two. I was like oh well, whatever, let me check it out. You know, I don't know, like I haven't played it since like the PVE part. So I jumped in, and like the first match, I'd won easily. I was like, "What the heck? How how can I be good at this? You know, I've never played this." Um, yeah. And then like two free matches, I won, and then all of a sudden, like the fourth one was like, "Oh, now you're gonna get owned." It's, it's like dominated. it's so like like I don't like that. It's like if you want to balance it out, go balance it out like slowly, where you're like it gets more skill. Don't be like, "You win, you win, you win. You're number 90. <laughs> it's like yeah. what the fuck. <laughs> but oh well. Um. Okay, so um, the rest of this week, like I've been playing a bit of Fallout New Vegas and um, what is it? Uh, Among Us, just a moment ago with Defton. Among Us, so a lot of fun. Uh, Fallout New Vegas. I like the story, but like the um, battle mechanics, I really have to get used to. They're really old, I feel, and like the game kind of like is dated. So like I'm really liking the story. I'm really liking the setting. Uh, I really hope that what we talked about last time, that maybe Obsidian and Bethesda can make Fallout New Vegas too. Uh, when like modern with like modern mechanics or maybe Obsidian makes like an, an, a sequel to The Outer Worlds like I'm super excited about these games again because I just I just I'm just a sucker for them but yeah that's uh, basically what I've been up to aside from like doing a lot of like uni work so yeah let's get into the topic because we're like 30 minutes in and we haven't talked about our topic yet <laughs> it's fine ah it's fine it's a podcast you know what you're in for so we have our very first topic which is also like the titular topic which is Twitch Twitch introduces licensed music library for streamers, but the music can only be played live, and uh, it pays an artist in exposure, which we just decided was apparently not very bad because it could solve things in the world. Maybe Twitch is like trying to get world peace where no shady business can go on because you're paying each other in exposure, so you can no longer like hide your 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 drug dealer because like you pay him in exposure, and then everyone knows about him. Anyway, so what is this thing? So uh, Twitch announced uh, announced something called Soundtrack by Twitch. Um, 
Sunbird Soundtrack by Twitch is a music library, which is like kind of akin to the YouTube audio library, uh, which is like a library full of use, full of music which streamers can use uh, to play in their streams without having to worry about copyright issues. A couple of months ago, like uh, Twitch had like a big problem with uh, some copyright claims coming in and like a bunch of users getting banned for like having copyrighted music in their clips. Uh, we talked about it in the Framecast. Basically, like Twitch has been like a free-for-all landscape for a long time where people just played copyrighted songs all the time without any repercussions. And... They got struck hard. People almost lost their channels. So this is kind of like, I think Twitch's response to be like, hey, you know, this is right now music you can play without worrying. Uh, basically, the library consists of a large collection of songs from like a lot of like uh, uh, like uh, labels, including like Monster Cat, sound, like they're also pulling from SoundCloud and more. If you're an individual artist, you can also uh, bring up your songs to Twitch to be added. Uh, individual artists can even sign in the cells and have their libraries added to the soundtrack. So the idea of soundtrack, it gives you like a curated collection of rich, clear music and integrates with your streaming software to separate your audio sources, allowing you to keep your channel safe while creating compelling content to grow as a creator, as Twitch says so beautifully in their promotion. Now, initially when I saw this, it sounds really good. It sounds really cool. Uh, I've been like telling people like you should like, like, you know, TikTok, how TikTok can get away with playing all that music, all that copyrighted music in like those little clips is because they have like licensed it. They've licensed all that music. So instead of like YouTube, where like you can get copyright striked, like TikTok, you can use it because TikTok is like, hey, we got it licensed. And I think that was like a super smart thing to do. Now, Twitch comes around, says the same thing, but there are a couple of problems. So first of all, um, from like the, the streamer side of things, um, there's a music license that can only count for like live stream content. So uh, you gotta like do a separate plugin on your OBS so that it can only play during live streams and it cannot be in your videos of your past streams and it cannot be in your clips. So let's say that you're like doing a stream, you're like dancing to the music, like live, you can hear the music, but like in the clip, if you miss, miss the thing, like you're dancing to nothing because if you have it in your clip, if you have it in your video of like a past stream, you can get copyright claims, which is pretty dumb. A lot of like people on Twitch have been speaking out about that. But also, um, this is something which was said on the, on the article, um, also, instead of standard music licensing deals, the service is made possible through partnerships with 30 independent music la companies' labels and all that sort of stuff, in ex uh, which are exchanging access to portions of their catalogs for exposure to Twitch's enormous user base. So everyone is being paid in exposure. To help deliver on this promise and exposure, Twitch is adding a new clickable button to streams that incorporate the soundtrack, which will display the song being played and allow users to open the song in a separate streaming service. So, what do you think, Drew? Can they listen to the music in the separate streaming service, or do they have to pay for it? Uh, I don't know. I think that's dependent on the streaming service itself. It's kind of shit if that's the case. Well, like, I, I think that if you're on Twitch, you're able to listen to it, and then if you go to, like, the, the streaming service, it depends on the streaming service. No, but my point is that you've... You've done your stream in Twitch. It's perfectly free. You're perfectly fine to uh, listen to any of the music on there. But then when it comes to... Sorry, my brain's just stopped. I frozen. But when it comes to like going to, say, SoundCloud and you want to listen to it, you can only listen to the first couple of seconds and then you have to pay for it. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like yeah. Actually, 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 like that's great exposure. Like you hear a song on stream, you're like, "Oh hell yeah, I want to listen to that again." You hit the button, it's like, "You want to pay up?" It's like, yeah, like that. That doesn't really help with exposure, like at all. Even if you wanted to go down the route of exposure, it's like, if the streaming service is paid, which like we don't know which ones are, but like if they are, 
then that doesn't really help. Like, I mean, like, then again, like, how many people even click on, like, a clickable button thing, a hyperlink? So it depends on what, too. It depends entirely. Like, I, I, it's really interesting to know because right now on, so, <laughs> um, 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. the last Platinum giveaway had a fraction of the amount of participants than what we normally get. Mm-hmm. All right. Absolute tiny um, portion. Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm sick of my m- main audience never winning any platinum. I want to give it to the people that answer in the polls. So now on the polls for 10 o'clock, it actually shows... Uh, so it, you actually earn the platinum that way. Mm-hmm. So you answer the things that I want you to answer you have a chance of winning platinum. And yeah, it's... it's The thing that I find yeah. is like... Sorry, when... the point I was making, sorry, oh. the point I was making was it's shocking how few people click on the links off the resource that they're currently on. Definitely. Like, I mean, descriptions, like clicking on links in descriptions barely happens, as you as you point out. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. like, this is one thing which I'm also a little bit worried about is, like, when it comes to videos, like, I can click on the link after the video, mm-hmm. or I can click on the link, pause the video, click on the link, go to the link, check it out, go back, unpause the video, and play it again. At stream, you can't do that. Because, like, let's say I hear a really cool song on a stream, and I want to hit the link to watch it, then... Boom, the stream goes away. And like I listen to the song, I find out about it, come back, like the stream is somewhere else. And I can't go back. And like if I want to go back, like if I want to watch watch, let's say, the video of the past stream, then all the music is gone. Because like the music is not allowed to be on there. So maybe like people don't even like clip and maybe people don't even like make like half story that past broadcast because why would they? Because like it's not even the same experience. And it's like especially like on YouTube, the platform where you can pause and actually like go out and come back. Like, people do it so little. Like, what makes you expect that people on, like, the live platform where, like, if you go away, you miss something, would go ahead and click on this thing? Like, I think the chances of people doing it on here is way less likely. And especially, yeah. like, when it comes down to, like, even if you can go for it and, like, the streaming service says, pay if you want to listen, it's like, no one's going to do that. Why would you do that? Yeah, I mean, it, it was one of the reasons why the polls in YouTube work so well mm-hmm. is because you could have the poll on the screen at the same time you just click on the thing and then but um yeah again that didn't work with it came when it came to chromecast the end slate doesn't work when it comes to chromecast mm-hmm. and like there, there are so many things that are just like uh this is not good user journey stadia Guys, doesn't work in chromecast i mean what yeah <laughs> No, it's, like, I, I find that really, really weird. Like, especially, like, the the thing that you point out with videos, it's already such a low interaction. And then when it comes to, like, like for fuck's sake, like, like live. Like, who's going to click on links live? It's, oh, yeah. I find it, yeah, yeah. It's, like, you're paying people for exposure. And even, like, if for exposure wasn't enough, like, of, like, a shit way of paying out, it's, like, a way for exposure that people aren't even going to be clicking on. Or, like, like, ugh. But anyway, like, let me tell you something something worse because there's more to this topic that I just discovered. Uh, because apparently, remember Facebook gaming? Yeah. 
So the the platform like like Facebook gaming took over Mixer. They're like a streaming platform now on Facebook. Like barely, I think barely anyone goes on it because it's Facebook. However, Facebook gaming has recently entered a new entered a series of new music licensing deals with labels and publisher for its Facebook gaming platform. So that means that every single person that live streams on Facebook gaming uh, can play video games and have like legally play songs from a fast catalog of the music of these labels. Let me tell you who the labels are. So the deals announced on Monday will include or like 14 September will include multi-year packs with Universal Music Group, Warner Music Group, Sony Music Entertainment, uh, along with their uh, respective uh, publishing companies, as well as Cobalt Music, BMG, and Merlin, and cover over 19 con- 90 countries. So, um, while Facebook declined to specify the total number of songs included, a company spokesperson said that when we look at the music played on the platform, the vast majority is, is covered, and restricted tracks are very rare. So, remember, like, every single track on YouTube, every single copy strike on YouTube is, like, either Sony or UMG, if you go yeah. on Facebook, you can post content with these songs in there because Facebook has got it covered. Like, I'm not going to say something... Like, I'm not someone that's someone tempted to say something positive about Facebook because I generally don't quite like the platform. But to be honest, when it comes to, like, licensing music for your platform, this is a pretty good job. This is a really good job where people can just play their music, play their radio music, and they're covered to play it. Like, I find that a pretty good job. I, um genuinely surprised uh i think it's shocking i do genuinely think it's shocking the fact that facebook have established this does this also count for past streams? like does it remember past streams like twitch does or does facebook gaming just chuck the stream as soon as it's over i don't know because i've never been on facebook gaming like it's never been something where i've been interested in because like, it's facebook but i, can I, take I find it I find it really interesting how I don't know about you. I do not particularly like listening to music while I'm watching a a stream or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really fucking picky when it comes to what music I listen to. So like there's not one track. Most artists I'll listen to like one or two tracks. Very few very seldom do i listen to more than one track for um many artists Mm -hmm. but the to me like i don't want to listen to what the streamer is uh listening to you know i really like how joey does his streams where music is optional right so you open up the music in another tab and you can listen to the music alongside anyone else that chooses to do it. It's it's optional. That's yeah. great, mm-hmm. right? I could choose to put on my own music on, like, um, I listen to it on Winamp because I'm old school. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and, and then there I am. Like, I'm watching Joey play the game, but I'm listening to the music I like listening to. Yeah. Right? But... I, I honestly don't know if there's much appeal. And to me, like, in terms of, oh, we spent money building this thing. I'm like, why? Fucking why? Yeah, well, I like, one thing, one thing which you mentioned with, like, the separate music track, like, like, I like the idea if they're, if they're incorporating this into OBS where, like, you can play this through their thing, like like for OBS where it's separate from your thing and like also they can see the separate audio streams. 
that's a great thing of like incorporating thing, this thing where you can toggle on and off the music if you want to. Personally, I think that like the music, like the music I still like, it's like to create some sort of like feeling, some vibe with the stream. And like I have different playlists for like different moods that I'm trying to set. So mm. that's the way that I incorporate my music. But I can understand like if you're here to just like listen to a speak, but you don't like my music style or you're like, oh, today I'm just in for something else or I just don't want music. Like having the option, like it's the internet. So like if that option is there, like it's a great thing to have. But like, I don't know necessarily if they're offering for you to like turn it on and off. The only thing that they say is like, we need it this way so it won't be in your videos or uh, or, or clips because like, yeah, uh, like it's, you're not allowed to have that. You can get claimed for that. So like that is something which I find really weird. Uh, actually, yeah. let's go take a look very quickly on Facebook Gaming uh, because we mentioned that before we get back to this. Uh, this sure. this right here is Facebook Gaming. To be honest, I, this is the first time I'm going on here. It looks just like standard Facebook, which I don't know how good that is. Uh, but like, ugh, I don't know, like it doesn't attract me at all. Uh, but anyway, like what you see right here, it's like yeah, like it looks like Twitch, but then like if Twitch was on um, on Facebook, um, as far as I can tell, like I went to like a guy's channel right here, and what you can see is that it does just have clips and it does have videos from like recent videos. So I don't know whether these are like um, full streams or whether these are like yeah, these are full streams. So. Basically, like it, it kind of works the same as as like Twitch, where it stores your past broadcasts. And mm. I'm kind of wondering now whether you can also upload videos in here, because like if you could upload your own videos in here as well, which like Twitch also allows you options, but no one does. Then mm. again, right now you have a platform where you don't have to worry about copyright strikes from like the biggest music labels because the platform's got you covered. Now again, the biggest downside to this is that it's fucking Facebook. No one wants to be in Facebook, but. Let's say, like, can you imagine if YouTube came around with this? Where YouTube said, okay, we license with, like, UMG, we license with, like, Sony, we license, like, the big companies, and you can just use your music in your videos, and you don't have to worry about it because they're licensed to this platform? Like, how much so, better would that be? So, I think there is something to highlight here with Twitch, where the fact that the music is only there during the live mm -hmm. uh, stream. So I imagine that there is so like oh so part of the licensing agreement is that the audience can only listen to the music if it is live. Yeah. Right. So for example, in the UK, we have this thing called the TV license. Now, TV mm -hmm. license is only mandatory if you watch live broadcast television mm -hmm. or bbc iplayer right yeah if you you could even if you watch bbc iplayer on your pc that still counts right mm -hmm. um but if you don't do any of those you don't need to buy a tv license mm -hmm. yeah now there's there's this big controversy that people think that you need to buy a tv license for this but it's interesting that if you watch dvds or if you watch um which got streaming services like Netflix, you don't need a TV license, right? And I'm wondering if the agreement that's held with Netflix, and coincidentally, I'm wondering if it's also with Facebook, that the, the music can be there live because it is significantly cheaper than if the videos were stored. Yeah, mm -hmm. because then it's it, you can listen to it on demand. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I, I can imagine that. Where it's like it's different because like like 
if everything's open, then I would like I could just go to a single moment, like listen to like the song, like at my specific desired moment in like someone's stream, and now it's like I just have to be lucky to listen to it. I can see yeah. that, but um, like I think that TikTok set an example with like licensing music to 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 a platform, which like no one really noticed until like later on, where it's like, oh shit, they're not getting copyright struck into hell. How do they do this? And now Facebook comes around and also like licenses music. Kind of like, I mean, like how radio shows and like TV stations also license their music. Um, and then Twitch comes around and I, I, you'd think it's Amazon. You'd think it's like Twitch owned by Amazon would do like a great thing. And basically what they're saying is like, oh, we have this license with like uh, independent artists and uh, SoundCloud and Monster Cat, which sounds really cool. Like, I think that these these guys have like amazing music, like go for it. Uh but then it's like, well, we're just gonna pay them out an exposure because we're just we're just gonna do this licensing for only life. So it's proper. That's probably like a cheaper license than if you do it like for everything. Yeah. And then like we're just gonna do it for exposure in a very shitty way. So for creators, it's not an ideal situation, and for artists, it's not an ideal situation. It's kind of like, what was this patch job? Like, what were you thinking? <laughs> well, I mean, the big thing is that it's Twitch that's footing the bill. Mm -hmm. So it's it's effectively the equivalent of Twitch uh, going out to the shop, buying the the CD to do, do the kids listen to CDs anymore? I don't know. So you know they go out, they buy the album, they come back, um, and you can only listen to the album while you're streaming, yeah. right? So Twitch are footing the bill, right? But it's a restricted way of listening to music. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult to say because I I get where you're coming from with that they're like footing the bill. However, I do think like it's so weird Facebook gaming. I find the strangest thing possible yeah. because like every creator like shies away from it, but like. I'm just like imagining, let's say it was Mixer. Let's say it was like a competitor to YouTube or something. Or like, like I, I mean, if it was Mixer, like if there was a platform, literally, if there was a platform where like the message was, I mean, there is right now, it's Facebook gaming. But like if it wasn't Facebook and there was a platform right now which said you can play all the songs from your radio, your UMG, your uh, Warner, your Sony, you can just play that. You don't have to worry about copyright strikes. And like, again, like it's not just that people want to play that because you see that happen on Twitch, like people play it a lot. But it's also that like on YouTube, even if people like try to stay away from it as much as they can, if it just appears in like a vlog because someone was playing it on the street or you just like Hamid, like people get copyright struck by these companies over and over again for the most useless reasons. And if you don't have a platform, it's like, well, everything that's like on here is like, like everything on here is licensed. Like we have licenses, so you can just like, you know, they won't copy strike you. It's like, dude, like if there was a YouTube competitor that had that, like, wouldn't that be like an ideal place to go? And like, if you're on Twitch and you were just like playing your favorite Spotify playlist and like you've been afraid by like the copyright claims that just came in that almost could have banned your channel, you're like, oh shit, but I really like these playlists. Like, wouldn't this be like a perfect place to go? I mean, it's Facebook. Like, that really sucks. But like, I do think that like this thing of like licensing music, yes, it's like it's like a cost for 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 the platform. But I do think that's like it could be a, like a great thing for competition like if 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 people actually start noticing this on facebook hopefully it might be something where like twitch and youtube will have to step up where it's like hey you know um 
otherwise people are going to leave. And like, yes, like, I mean, like, Twitch is footing the bill and you can say that's like, oh, they don't have to. But then again, like, Twitch also don't have to like host servers. Twitch also don't have to like partner people. Twitch also doesn't have to serve ads. But if they want to stay competitive, it's somebody got to do for their users. But I don't think that Twitch necessarily has the funds to sink into this like... Do you not think Amazon yeah. versus Facebook? Like... Yeah, but there's a difference between Amazon and Twitch, right? Yes, Amazon owns Twitch, but so does Google own YouTube, right? But YouTube, we believe heavily, is mm -hmm. operated at a loss, right? Yeah. It's just a loss that Google won't let go, yeah. right? I wouldn't be surprised if Twitch is in a very similar situation where it's barely keeping afloat. Mm -hmm. Facebook, I mean... Facebook fucking throwing money away like it's like nobody's business, but I, I, I honestly, I really don't know. I really don't know. I mean, they've done all sorts of weird and wonderful shit with things like um, the Oculus um, accounts and things. So now you have to have a Facebook account to yeah. play play your on your Oculus and like what the fuck is that? Um, people I know have cancelled their pre-orders for the Quest to. It's it's all over the place. So the only thing that I can find is uh, a graph from 2018. Like I'm doing a quick search, but in 2018, Apple had like the most was the most valued brand, followed by Google, then Amazon, and Facebook mm -hmm. was like quite below. So again, like these things are, I mean, like they're being run at a loss. Basically, like like I think that the main reason for that is because like literally you're offering people like a lot, a lot for free. Like when it comes to YouTube, you're offering people so much storage of free videos that they can upload mm -hmm. on Twitch. Like anyone can start streaming. And like we're streaming right now to servers that need to be on, that need to be on like right now with like a quick internet connection, with a quick internet connection to like everyone that's watching. And like they yeah. need to be on for like a million viewers and one viewer. And there is so much more people that do it to one viewer where like the cost of running that server and running that internet connection is not worth it if it's just like one person to one viewer or one person to zero viewers. Like the cost on that is so high like because there's so many people that just like stream to so little people. Um, but they still do it because like if you have this open this opportunity that allows like these social media platforms like where people can come in and like grow big. Um, and then like they take their revenue from like the top part of things. But like whether they're like successful whether they like read like like profitable or not like only they know but i can imagine how it can't be very profitable uh then again like having this influence like what you see with youtube what you see with twitch is they do have a big influence on the public discourse so like the value may not necessarily be very monetarily like you make big ass profit on this uh however as you see like twitch is the go-to um streaming platform youtube is a go-to video platform and basically these platforms for people that are focused on it control discourse and control like who speaks on it and like it, like you see that with youtube you see that with twitch they're very much trying to like you know choose who can stream and who can't stream and choose who can make videos and we can't make videos and people also like to have that power for like like maybe it doesn't give you money but like you gives you this power uh and like i'm curious how these companies look at it i think facebook is like it's really interesting like how much money they threw at it even though it's not in public countries like you facebook gaming let's go there for like our live streams even though like they just threw a lot of money at it. I'm quite curious as to like how that develops. But uh yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how it develops. I don't I feel that Facebook uh, to be honest, if Facebook gaming is 
still throwing i don't know how well it's doing but if it's still just constantly throwing money down the toilet so to speak i wouldn't be surprised if facebook gaming goes away you know um i don't know who watching us right now has ever visited facebook gaming but you know it's it's definitely you you wouldn't catch me on facebook with a 10-foot barge pole yeah so I wouldn't be surprised if within the next 12 months, Facebook gaming goes away. So this right here is the market share of, um, you have Twitch, you have YouTube gaming, Facebook gaming, and Mixer. Um, so basically Twitch in 2018, or 67% of the streaming market share, YouTube 27.5, uh, Facebook gaming 3.1, and Mixer 2.0. And 2019, 61% was owned by Twitch. Uh, so Twitch shrunk. YouTube grew a little bit a facebook bit. gaming grew actually quite a bit like doubled in size and mixer like grew a little bit and now actually facebook gaming has taken over mixer so this was last year but let's assume that like these numbers are relatively the same then facebook game now owns 10 percent of the market share youtube 20 uh 28 percent and you twitch like 60 I, something. I don't know about that because that's assuming that every mixer streamer that when mixer was shut down went over to Facebook gaming. Yeah, I mean... And also the fact that, wasn't it... Um, was it Ninja? I can't remember who. Yeah, it was Ninja that uh, was on Mixer, has now gone back to Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, the, the it's more gone towards Twitch. I mean, I assume the 2020 numbers haven't been released yet. yeah all the numbers i can find are like from like early this year about 2019 so like we're probably gonna have to wait a couple of months to like get a 2020 report uh yeah. but i didn't know like facebook gaming like almost had like i mean like a, a eight to nine almost 10 percent market share like that is that's pretty big um like especially if you compare it at, like youtube had like 27 it's like youtube streaming well, isn't all that popular yeah. but then again like who goes to facebook <laughs> but the the big thing is like yes like, if you were to look at the, the raw stat, say, oh, yeah, but 10 million people play, so watch on Facebook gaming, but compared to this 27 million people over here and 61 million over here, right? Like, the 10 million isn't that impressive. Well, it is... So it is impressive as long as, like, I mean, like, if they doubled their, their market share, like, last year... Like, like the thing is, like, yes, it's not impressive compared to compared to Twitch, but it's like it it, it was one in a four man race sort of thing, and that's one in a three man race. Um, so like when you compare it to like, let's say you have, uh, remember when like Nokia was like the biggest like cell phone manufacturer like on the planet, yet yet Samsung with like a little market share, and like yet Sony was doing quite good. Like having just like a little market share to start with like Apple and Samsung, like at, at the start like when they were growing a little bit. Like, that wasn't much, but, like, at least it was a little. And, like, all of a sudden, they took over, especially with, with the smartphones where Nokia and, like, Sony just couldn't quite keep up. And, like, I'm not mm. saying, like, that was also bound to, like, a, a technological revolution, like, a change in the product, a change in the environment. However, maybe, like, licensing like this can become, like, a very important thing. Because, I mean, like, again, like, it's Facebook. And I think that that's, like, the biggest threshold for people to come to, to, to go off. Because, like, I would not like to go to Facebook. I would not like to make a Facebook account. I hate how it resembles Facebook. However, if, let's say that, 
like what like over the next year we're gonna see a lot more like copyright claims on Twitch like we've seen like a couple of months ago where partner channels almost got banned off Twitch because they got so many infringements on their clips like if that happens and all these big channels are like oh shit like I need to be super careful I can't do song requests anymore I can't like go like like, like play songs that I enjoy that my community enjoys uh, I really need to watch out with even like reacting to movie trailers because movie trailers can have like these songs in it. Like you know how YouTube, like literally like the reviewing or movie reviewing community or like the the like like so yeah. many big YouTubers have completely shied away from everything because literally like anything could like copy strike you and like that is the biggest worry because that takes away all your revenue. If like mm. if that happens in the next year where like Twitch is hit so much more by that and then it's like Facebook is like, hey, we got a license with all these companies, so like. Copyright strikes, like, 90% less because most of the companies that are doing these copyright strikes, well, hey, we're licensed with them so you can use our stuff. It's like, that could be, become very compelling if that, like, rears its head. But I think it's going to be a big, big threshold for people to go over to Facebook gaming because it, it doesn't really have the same feeling for, like, a lot of people. It's like, oh, f the fun place to be. However, like, it just depends, like, how big the push is. Uh, for people to like avoid the, the 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 copyright strikes, so I don't know. Like it could be um, a big thing, but then again, like I I wouldn't like to go over to Facebook. I don't know. <laughs> never say never, right? Should we move yeah. on to the next? One? Yes, let's do it. What's the next one? Uh, I think speaking of movie trailers, yeah, I think it's a Monster gonna... Hunter movie trailer. Are you gonna do it? Uh, I thought you wanted to do it. Well, I can't. No, no, no. no. I mean, like, put it on. Oh yeah, we can, we can, we yeah, can. It's, it's it's like tiny. So we just put it on. Yeah. Uh. Well, one one thing which I already see is uh, it's got twenty. Uh, it's got twelve thousand likes to twenty three thousand dislikes. Oh my dislikes. god! I never saw that. I didn't see that. Oh my god. <laughs> so if for something good, I guess. Uh, there's no music. There's no sound to this, but you can see what's going. Uh, you can see what's going on here. Something big. I was big. about to say. Let's 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 put put a. Oh my god! Watch that! Ah! Some monster! Oh God! Oh. Shoot at it! Drive away! Ah! Oh. No! It's evil! And then, uh, -ta 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 -ta. monster hunter. Okay, one one, right. one thing one thing which I gotta ask a question about. Um, uh -huh. So this thing right here, I see a monster. That's a raid. But uh, where was the scene in like like where was the part of the gameplay in Monster Hunter World where like you stood on top of a Humphy with like a Gatling gun and you shot bullets at monsters? Like where where First did that off, happen? <laughs> that's a minigun. Second, exactly. Every everyone is just fucking losing their shit over this. And like, don't get me wrong. The oh god, um, Diablos. I keep on saying Devil Joe. The Diablos, uh, which you saw like burst out of the ground. It looks pretty damn cool, right? Mm -hmm. But Monster Hunter is all about the whole... Oh, bloody hell. So there, there's Devil Joe. Yeah. Um, sorry, the Diablos. God damn it, I keep doing that. <laughs> right, I literally said that. And it, like, I don't know who it's trying to appeal to. So it feels to me that they're trying to make this movie appeal to a broader audience. As a... Oh, that's American Humvee. Oh, I like America. We're a minigun. America. Freedom. And like, yeah. It, it just, yeah, it just feels like it's trying to pander to people that are not fans of the game. And like, so it just makes it look dumb. And yeah. then there is, there is, um, oh God, what's the name of the damn thing? <sighs> There is like a poster 
of Mila Jovovich, who has like a giant sword in her arm. Like, you know, so mm-hmm. if, if, if you're unfamiliar with the Monster Hunter franchise, like, you are effectively, like, you're, as far as I can describe it, you're demigods, right? Yeah. You, you are, like, made of legend, and you just do all sorts of weird and wonderful somersaults and backflips and, you know, maybe I shouldn't use the insect glaive as much. Um, you have these weapons that are, like, bigger than you. Yeah. Right. That you know, and like, so when you see this minigun, it's just like this is so out of place. No, like I don't like like know. the thing that I have is 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 the, the the part of like Monster Hunter and Monster Hunter like games is the most important thing. It's number one. You have a big ass like like slicing weapon. Sometimes you can t- turn that into a gun depending on like the genre. But like Monster Hunter is mostly like slicing weapon, big big ass sword. And you go to town on the monster, you find weak spots. And you gotta like go at Massive them because they don't have a health bar, and like they will change their behavior. You gotta watch the pattern of their attacks, and then like you gotta take them down. And that's like the big thing. You take down the monsters. However, like that is like the soul of Monster Hunter as far as I've seen it. But like this right here, I mean like like yes, like the model, like I- I'm not familiar with like Monster Hunter that much, so like I don't know how much the model resembles like the thing in the game, but like I'm trusty where like yes. it looks good. Uh, yeah. but otherwise, like like if I'm not familiar with this game, like more than just like surface level stuff, like it's just like CGI monster, and this is every single goddamn movie. Oh, guy with a gun, go with a gun, shooting gun. Oh, boom! It's like, how is this different? How is this different from Transformers? How is this different from any other like gun boom 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 movie? It's like, what is Monster Hunter here? I saw a monster, but like, if you want to convey the idea of Monster Hunter, have like, like people with big ass swords just go to town and like, oh, I'm gonna find a weak spot sort of thing. This is just, what is this? What? How is this Monster Hunter? I, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna watch it. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be honest. I'm probably gonna watch it. I don't know how I'm gonna watch it because all the cinemas in the UK have pretty much shut up shop. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to say, this is actually directed by Paul Anderson, mm-hmm. who is the director typically known for the Resident Evil franchise. and uh i liked resident evil one and two i especially liked Mm -hmm. two two was really good um and then it kind of fell off a cliff yeah yeah especially the oh was it um resident evil extinction there's one where basically it's like they're in the desert or some shit like this and mila jovovich's face is so heavily airbrushed it's like do you do you have bones (laughs) bones <laughs> but yeah uh, it, it, it looks really bad I, so. I i really think that when it comes to like video game adaptations and movies like in order to do it right like you, you you shouldn't take it too seriously because if you take it too seriously and like oh yeah like 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 like, like it won't like general audience won't understand it but you gotta stay true to, to, to like the, the material like what makes this thing the thing so like I think that, like, with The Witcher, we had such a great adaptation. I mean, like, also the books, but, like, also a f- great video game adaptation. If you played the video game, like, you could understand the series. If you understood, like, if you watch the series, you could also understand the video game. We complemented each other so well. And, like, people just, like, went at it. It was, like, it was amazing. And this right here is so disconnected. It feels, like, as far as you can see, I mean, it's a 15-second trailer. Who knows what else there is? But as far as I can tell, this, like, it does, like this doesn't look like anything. Like, what the hell? What does this have to do with Monster Hunter? I don't know. 
no, I I I one hundred percent agree with you. I my favorite video game to movie adaptation was. Can you guess it? Mm, uh, I would like I would almost say Witcher, but no, I just said that. I don't know. No, it's Warcraft. Oh, of course, yeah. Dude, yeah, I fucking banged on enough about that. You know, I want a sequel to Warcraft, but I just don't think that they're ever going to give us one. The the second one is actually the Sonic movie. I fucking love the Sonic movie. It was, it was mm-hmm. really, really well done, especially when they got rid of that horrible, disgusting creature thing yeah. that they were going to have a Sonic. But this is just like, what, 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 yeah. what even? Just what even? Mm-hmm. It know. could be good. It could be. We're going to have Who to knows? see more. We just saw 15 seconds of it, so we can't ditch an entire movie by 15 seconds. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I was I was just thinking, like, um, you were wondering about how you were going to see it. Um, like, because, like, cinemas are closed up. Um, yeah. Like, I was actually, like, looking at this right here. Uh, like, you know, the the, 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 the the video right here, and it's just, like, Monster Hunter. Uh, mm. I don't think you're going to see it, because I think that before it's going to be out, like, Monster Energy is going to, like, copy strike it. Oh God! Someone is monsters hunter. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, what did they change it into? Like, uh, did they change it into soul and something thing? Like, they uh, change... was, um... what did they change their name into? Oh God, uh, Phoenix Rising. Phoenix Rising. This is this going to be Phoenix Phoenix Rising hunting. Hunter, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, Phoenix Rising Hunter, Hunter. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna hire right. Okay, <laughs> uh, anyway. anyway, that was that was that movie trailer. Uh, now let's get into the next topic, um, which is which is about uh, which is about something very successful. We've been talking about very successful things, Facebook gaming, uh, Monster <laughs> Hunter movie trailer. Now the next very successful thing, which we all know and love. I know that you like you you're, you're an avid gamer, you're a gamer yourself. Maybe you're not. Mm-hmm. Maybe you just tune in you're like what the fuck are we talking about everyone's a gamer everyone's a gamer you're a gamer you're my gamer okay don't matter what no matter if you play the game on your mobile phone you're my gamer now so you're a gamer so you love google stadia don't you oh totally totally now google doesn't love stadia so google uh (laughs) google will not be supporting stadia on their new chromecast for 2021 so if you don't know the chromecast is like a little thing that you can plug into your tv so your tv becomes like a smart tv sort of thing you can like watch streaming services all but it has been leaked that Google's new 2021 Chromecast um, um, will be like it will be a $50 device that will be connected to a TV and will support a wide variety of streaming services. However, it won't support Google's own gaming streaming service, Google Stadia. Now, Google Stadia launched last year. It was like this thing where you paid 150 bucks upfront to buy the the cons- to, 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 to buy a controller and and the and the, the, the console itself, and then you had to pay a monthly fee so that you could buy games on that platform, uh, but you only owned as long as you paid the subscription service and then you could play games on like their servers and you could stream it to you so like if you didn't have an old powerful pc you could play it with hopefully not too much lag as though it was on like a real powerful pc um the thing didn't really seem that all that promising from the start uh i don't think it has been like hugely successful um but anyway um google says support uh so so from so so like right now it's not on the box of like this chromecast thing on this streaming device it's not supported. Google doesn't support it. Uh, Google does say that support will come in the first half of 2021, hopefully. Uh, however, 
it is quite telling about the current status of Google Stadia that like this thing, which like last year is supposed to be this big streaming service, game streaming service thing, is not even like on their own product supported. Uh, so when Stadia first launched, like a lot of things like have, have happened. Like they first launched, like Google has promised a free tier of Stadia base where you could play some games. Uh, like that apparently came in like six months after release. Um, however, like a lot of people like haven't even like checked it out. Like me neither. Like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I've not been interested in Stadia, but especially like, I mean, like if it was free, I might have like when it launched, but like I got no interest in it now. Uh, according to Nine to Five Google, after the launch day of the free tier with Destiny Two, uh, its concurrent player base like skyrocketed at least for like a little bit. So they had that. Um, now Google also has added the ability to play. Uh, let's see. Has also added the ability to play Stadia uh, to play with the Stadia controllers wirelessly on the computer. That previously wasn't possible because reasons. So like, there's a lot of little things which like Stadia has been like struggling with, struggling to get traction with, and um, yeah, like this this Chromecast thing is not really going to help. What do you think, Drew? Do you think that this is Google like kind of like telling telling customers like, well, boy, yeah, maybe uh, maybe we're going to drop it at some point. <laughs> I very much think it's the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. Mm -hmm. The left hand is busy continuing to develop Stadia while the right hand is building the, the new series of Chromecasts. Yeah. Um, someone, you know, the, the right foot has leaked to the right hand. Uh, hey, by the way, don't bother supporting Stadia. And thus, no one's told the left hand. Left hand is still feverishly trying to make Stadia a viable thing, and it's pretty much dead at the door. Actually, that so. that does really look like it. Um, like one thing which I want to bring up was like the 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 website called Killed by Google. Um, oh god, which is like a website that lists all the things that that Google is saying that, and actually like the left hand not talking to the right hand. Like that's a perfect example of it. Because uh, are you familiar with uh, with Google uh, Duo or? I think it's called Google Duo or something. It's like their their iMessage thing, where like where like you can conference with each other, you can face like video talk call, call to each other. You mean Hangouts? No, it's called Google Duo. Uh, that was introduced last year, and Google Hangouts, which was the exact same thing, is actually going to be killed off at the end of this year because they now have Google Duo, which is already the same thing as Hangouts was. But they now have another what? one, and now because they have two, Hangouts will go because Hangouts is the older older one. Well, fine as long as it's just as acceptable. Well, I don't know, but right, like accessible, accessible. Yeah, but but like Google Duo, like like why we already had Hangouts, and like another thing which is going to be killed off is called Google Play I, Music. So I'm gonna fine because but, um, they now want to do YouTube music. <laughs> okay, that's again fine, but um, I'm fine with oh so so one thing that I think we all have to accept is there are so many legacy systems that are in play now mm -hmm. we've got youtube i i don't even know if they can do youtube 2.0 right yeah um i think it just gets a facelift and that's it uh we have hangouts we have gmail we have uh, amazon there are so many services that have been going on for decades right well getting on for decades and it's insane how quickly platforms like they 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 lo lose. Um, I think the best way to describe it as a developer is cohesion, mm -hmm. right? So the 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 platform is developed 
do it this way. And then, you know, like, oh, we're, we're shunting it along a little bit. It's got to do it this way. And then we're going to shunt it a little bit. It's doing this way. And then as the months go by, it's like getting more and more off track to the point where it's like completely off screen and no longer anywhere near where the original concept was. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, well, if, if we had this over here first, right, mm -hmm. we wouldn't have to deal with any of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, the thing which I can see happening is that the demands of the internet also change. And, like, I think, like, a lot of these companies, um, one thing that you find is, like, what we saw with If This Then That, um, which was, like, a, yeah. a, a website which had a lot of, like, plugins, which, like, a lot of, like, creators use for uh, automatic tweet send or automatic, like, Discord messages whenever you're going live. There's this, per this website called If This and That, and basically you can say, like, if a video is posted, send a message sort of thing. And they recently announced that they were going uh, pay to use sort of thing. Like you have to have the subscription in order to like use yeah. the same functions as you used before. Uh, like basically the idea with these things is, is that a lot of these startup companies in this technological world, like most of the time they shoot for like this, 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 this business model, which sounds sustainable. Like you see that with YouTube, you see that with Twitch, you see that with like, if this and that sort of thing, which is like they offer a free service and they try to like get as many people to like jump on the bandwagon so their company gets a lot of value and they can sell it off to like Google or Amazon or something. And then if that doesn't work, there's like, ah, shit. Now we have this company, which is not sustainable. So we're going to change our business model. Now we'll piss off users and let's hope that like it ends up somewhere. So I can imagine that when you have like a Google, which acquires so many like things, like like it can acquire a lot of like, like companies or like websites or apps or sort of things, which is like, oh, we kind of have the same sort of thing, but this one is more popular. Uh, yeah. Like, the demands can change as well, where it's like, I, I think, like, Google has a very much, like, come up with your own thing, created sort of the way. And, like, when, whenever it's like, oh, well, like, Google Hangouts, like, the difference between Hangouts and, Google, and Duo is that Duo can only video call, and Hangouts was, like, a chat and video call thing. So, like, I think Hangouts kind of started out with, uh, you know, you, could, you were in Gmail, and in Gmail, you could also, like, chat message each other and then you could chat message each other and also call each other and chat message call and like also video call each other and like that's kind of like build up from like the gmail side of things and then like duo was more like hey apple has facetime why don't we make our facetime and then like oh shit these two things clash i can imagine that like so many different ways things are developed from like different ideas and also from different periods of time that at a certain at a certain moment if you are such a big company that you have so many things built on different systems and you have so many like different things which are like all of a sudden like clashing with each other like it's going to be tough to, like, have it all on, like, the same sort of, like, uh, build. You, it's, it's going to be tough to have it all the same, like, sort of streamlined thing where it's, like, so driven away from, like, all out of each other where, like, the one program that you have is so different from the other one that you're going to have to, like, at some point, like, cut things off to to, to keep, like, oversight of what you have and, like, make sure that, like, they're all compatible with each other. So I can, I can imagine yeah. that, but it's so weird when it comes around with, you know, things that Google creates and are is super proud about and then, like, you just see like, oh, well, no, I guess they don't do anything with that. And, oh, well, they just created another service for a service we already had. And now they're killing off the service that actually worked. And this thing doesn't work. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I remember one of the things that they killed off called Google Plus. Mm -hmm. right? It was supposed to be Google's attempt at tackling Facebook. Yeah. Right. Um, and it was like, I, I, I don't get it. Like. Why are so many products these days coming out that are supposed to be direct competitors to another already established product, but don't support half the features that that product supports? Yeah. Like, 
you know. Um, oh, dude, uh, I, I, I can give the example of Google Play Music. So Google Play Music allowed you to have a family plan. So like you could pay yeah. for Google Play Music so like your family could like listen to music so Spotify like. However, mm. now Google Play Music is going to be replaced with YouTube Music. If you have a family plan, but you have kids under 13, like they can't have a Google account because they're under 13. So if you had a family plan, basically, if you have kids that you were sharing with your family plan, they're out of it. You can't they like they you can have them, but they can't listen to music anymore because now for YouTube and the kids can't be on YouTube. No, I mean there is YouTube kids, but yeah, but that, that doesn't work fact. with YouTube music. Uh, ignoring that fact. Um, but no, no, you're not wrong. I mean, the other yeah. one I was going to say was like either Origin and Steam or uh, Uplay and Steam, Epic or and Steam, Epic Game Store and Steam. Like yeah. you know, it's, they're all trying to compete with Steam. The only one that I really say does a fairly decent job is good old games. And it's like, oh yeah, we you know, we're competing with that product. Uh should we put in all the features that product has? Nah, we'll put in like 10% and we'll say it's a success. Oh yeah. I mean like yeah. like like that was a big flaw with like Mixer, uh, the the Mixer streaming platform, where it was like Mixer was like Twitch, but then owned by Microsoft, and like it worked. Oh right, like it had ninety percent of the features there that Twitch had, but it was like it was just the exact same as Twitch. And it's like, how can you like like I don't know how people can think that they can sell things which are like, oh, it's just the same as that, but slightly worse because it's derivative of it. But it's it's just about as that. It's like, I don't know, man. Like I can't like I'm only thinking like imagine imagine if last year like Mixer's deal was that they had this license deal through Microsoft with like all these companies. If Mixer came around and said, instead of saying like, oh, we're just like Twitch, but a little bit worse, said, hey, we're just like Twitch, but you can't get copyright strike here. Like they would have sold. But like, again, like they don't do it. And the only thing that, why, the only reason why, why, why Epic is somewhat successful as like a competitor to Steam is not because they're, their storefront is absolute garbage. It's not because, like, if you open it up, like, your computer crashes, like, nine out of ten times. No, it's because, like, they got free games, baby. You can yeah. download free games, and the rest of it is, yeah. like, garbage. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, like, I, oh, God. It's fucking dumb. Like, I, Stadia is not the first platform that's tried to take off to be this digital streaming platform for video games right yeah. there was another one which I, I think it was called on live and it was supposed to be this little uh, orange and black box that you'd plug into the network you plug the hdmi cable into your tv and you would just stream the game right never took off like it, it literally got cancelled partway through production because it's fucking impossible the sheer volume of like Computing, yes, the fucker, right? The sheer volume of computing power you need to play some games, like you just, you just can't fucking operate these things at a profit. Yeah, it's I, just not doable. I think it was at like the Nvidia Shield or something. Like Nvidia trying to the Shield still exists. Yeah. But like I don't know how uh, yeah, and the has their still has their servers. I mean, it's a hard like 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 I I can see their business plan, but it's such a weird business plan. So like the idea is is if you can like if you can own a market where like everyone instead of buying PCs subscribes to you, like they like they're not buying anything. You're just get a revenue stream, and like Netflix has proven that like if you have this revenue subscription stream, like. 
you get a bunch of money. You get a whole bunch mm. of money. You get a heaping helping of money. And like, like basically, like you can see these companies trying to trying to rush this idea of like, if we can be the first that owns this game streaming market, then like we will own this. We will be like Netflix. We have money. But the thing is, like, in order to have that, like. First of all, you got to convince people, like, you don't need your PCs. You don't need your consoles. You don't need to own your games. Like, just give us money and, like, we'll let you play on our servers. Like, that's a big step you need to, like, convince gamers of. That's a big step you need to convince. Like, first, like, it's a really challenging thing because, like, gamers will not be happy to, like, let go of their... Like, they want to own these things. They want to own their consoles. They want to own their PCs. And casual people that don't really care much, they're also like, let me get a streaming service for my games. Because they're like... Oh, I'm happy to play on the Wii that we still have laying around. I'm happy to play some board games. Like, 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 it's a really tough market to get into. And then, if you if you even get people in there, the service needs to be good. So that means that, like, whether I am in the city, whether I'm in the countryside, whether I'm in the, on the other side of the world, I need to have an experience as though I'm playing on my own PC. In order to do that, you need very good servers and you need a very good internet connection so that, like, you can kind of combat that lag. And it's so tough to do because it's such a big infrastructure that you have to set up. That's, like, it's yeah. so... Such a stupid business model if you think about it to, like, set this up that, like, all these things which we start out is, like, yeah, it's a lot of money you're putting in there and, like, good luck. And I think that's also why they're so incomplete because it's kind of like, well, we're already investing a lot of money into this. So, like, let's just go for it right now. And if, like, more comes out, we can work with it. And otherwise, it's kind of like an Anthem story where it's like, after so many years of development, they're like, well, just release it and we'll see if we'll do more with it. And otherwise, like, fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I completely agree. I, I, I feel that they were biting off more than they could chew. Um... What's the name of the company? NVIDIA have... Uh, so the NVIDIA Shield, if I remember correctly, is sort of much like the Steam Link, but you're streaming... Sorry, you're streaming the gameplay to a handheld device as opposed to Steam Link, which is you're going from your PC to, like, your TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... But, like, on live was much like Stadia, like uh, GeForce Now, I think it's called. And the Xbox parts, I think that I don't think any of these. Pla- like, I think if any of the platforms are going to be successful, it's going to be the GeForce one because they literally own the fucking hardware, right? All they have to fucking pay for is the internet connection to stream from the um, the the networked graphics cards. I mean, fuck, was it you who told me yesterday? That someone installed Crisis Three, yes. on, yeah, on a graphics. Someone fucking installed a Crisis Three on a thirty ninety. It's just like, what the fuck, even? Yeah, let me see if I, let me see if I can find that. I, I retweeted that. So apparently, like, someone installed Crisis on their Jeep uh, on their video card, and and like, if you know something about computers, you maybe say no. They ran it on their video card. They installed it on their hard drive. It's like, no, 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 no. Like, this thing has so much, like, uh, video memory that basically what they did, I have it right here, is they per- they made a partition. They made a 15-gigabyte partition on their uh, video mem- on their, like, GPU memory that they allocated as just, like, a hard drive space. And then they, well, like, right right here you can see what they did. So it's, like, uh, 15 gigs of memory, uh, 15 gigs of hard drive, and then they installed Crisis Free on it. And, like, they could just run it from the graphics card. They could run a game from a graphics card stored on a graphics card like what even what even are we talking about uh, it's so not that's 
pretty fucking hardcore plug and play hardware. Yeah. You know? so, <laughs> I, can you just imagine, like, he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, okay. Michelle, Michelle, you find some place Crisis 3. I'd come over and play Crisis 3. And then I turn up and I got this fucking graphics card in my hand. I'm like, Michelle, do you want to play some Crisis 3? Dude, dude, can, can you imagine, like, can you imagine, like, maybe, maybe some, like, uh, some like rich kids or like like rich people that have like so much money to spend in their entire life. They 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 don't like have games on like oh their God. DVDs. They don't have games on like a, like on like an online thing. They have like cartridges, and their cartridges are just like RTX 3090s. And they're like, oh, oh yeah, I, I want to play uh, I, I want to play Doom Eternal. Let me get my Doom Eternal car, uh, RTX 3090. Ah, there it is. You just <laughs> plug it in. It's like there we go. Let's play it. Oh, I want to play a different one. Oh, hold on. Let me just like take this one out which one do you want now <laughs> and it's like it's like nintendo 64 cartridges but instead they're like they're like rtx 3090s <laughs> yeah actually so actually some sort of youtuber should make that video you know like just like clickbait the shit out of that oh my god see seeing how much money they waste on, on like clickbait titles I, I like i mean like i would not be surprised to see them do it um, but like, actually, like I would kind of like, yes, I can see Nvidia like do well, but then again, like I don't think like I don't know whether the biggest cost of like running servers is necessarily hardware or whether it's like keeping the hardware running. Is it really the hardware? I, I, I tell you flat out, right? It's so a lot of the the hosting platforms out there, like mm -hmm. um, AWS or um, Microsoft Azure, or so like the, the, we in the industry we in um today's internet life culture thing whatever you want to call it we're moving to what this uh this thing called cloud um cloud hosting right mm -hmm. so cloud based hosting now there is no such thing as the cloud it's no. just a cluster of servers it's just right? someone else's computer yeah exactly now these servers are typically built out of um, multiple low-level processors, mm -hmm. right? So you'll have parallel processors going on, probably like um, i7s or things like that. No graphics card whatsoever. Shit tons of RAM, literal mm -hmm. shit tons of RAM. Um, like, I don't know, I think 256 gig, mm -hmm. like on average kind of thing. Um then, oh god, what else you got? Uh, shit, RAM. And then it's just like hard drive space, you know, and things like that. And literally, all all that's being done is just processing websites, you know. Like, mm -hmm. I think you could probably. Oh, actually, no. There, there's um, typically you get like two core processors and things like that. So like two gigahertz processors. So they're really slow processors, but like shit tons of RAM. These servers are not built for processing games. So you would actually have to get custom hardware to actually do it. So, uh, you know, the Final Fantasy VII, sorry, no, not Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Spirits Within, the movie, mm -hmm. right? If memory serves, that was rendered using a server farm of PlayStation 3s? Oof. But yeah, PlayStation 3s. And like it was this huge server farm, PlayStation 3s. You could do the same thing when it comes to um, playing, you know, streaming games and things. You could actually have a, a farm of PlayStation 4s, PlayStation 5s, uh, Xbox Ones, Xbox SXs, you know. Mm -hmm. It's, but 
setting up the hardware, maintaining the hardware, um, that is really expensive, right? Where are you going to host it and things like this? Whereas if you actually had a network of these gigantic fucking graphics cards, you could bloody get away with murder, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're talking about a 2080, you're talking about a 3080, 3090. That, that, you know, fucking hell, Crisis 3. Crisis 3 was a bloody Mm -hmm. meaty game at the time. If you had a network of all these graphics cards, you could bloody, you know, just pull off Mm -hmm. anything. Whereas if you think about it with, you know, you could properly network them so that they're splitting the load. They're running multiple games at the same time across multiple graphic cards. Whereas with a farm of PlayStations and Xboxes, literally one console per person. Yeah. Right. There's nothing you could, you know, there's no alternative. So, right. So I I was just looking up about like that Final Fantasy movie and uh, apparently it says like that server farm of uh, PlayStation Freeze that rendered it. Uh, that would like uh, it, today like you could do that on, on your RTX forty ninety right now. Yeah. Actually, I like, yeah. that's just a joke. I, I couldn't find it, but <laughs> oh, damn <laughs> you, you're <laughs> no, I, um, I totally could, I totally could believe that. But yeah, but anyway, like um, I can imagine that. Like uh, actually, like they, they they can definitely have a leg up on that. I do think though that, like, I I would also think that Microsoft can have like a good chance at it with, like, if you look at what they're doing with their Game Pass right now, that for like nine bucks, like, they, I think they increase it to like nine ninety nine a month. You can have all these free games. Well, free games, you can have this entire library of things where people are actually like quite happily jumping out on both PC and Xbox. Like, I can see them being like, okay, right now, like, you can have like you know the Xbox Game Pass, and you can have like the lower end uh, Xbox, like the digital Xbox. So, like, that's the first step. And it's like, well, you know, next generation, it might be, like, you know, people, like, okay, now now, now it's, like, still digital Xbox, but it's smaller. And, like, it can, like, do even less. And, like, it's it's a smaller Xbox. And, like, ultimately, it's, like, the, the Xbox is just, like, literally, like, an, like, like, like a shield or, like, a Stadia thing where it doesn't even play it on the Xbox itself. But because, like, people have already bought into, like, the console and then, like, it's, like, the digital first unit of the console and they're already familiar with, like, the Game Pass system. It might be easier to be, like, oh, yeah, no, let's, let's go with the digital thing than it is to, oh, let's go to NVIDIA, where I've never bought hardware from, where, like, I'm not going to buy a console from, but I'm going to buy a controller and some weird-ass, like, dongle thing that I'm going to plug into my PC, uh, on my on my TV, and then I can play games. Like, I think that that, like, threshold might be easier for Xbox to, like, get people over, because it's like, oh, like, in the first couple of years, you're just buying, like, the cheaper Xbox. You're still buying the console, and then later on, it's going to be like, oh, you're buying the Xbox console that streams. It's like... I think that they might have that consumer edge. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, after all, these, like, I mean, like, uh, the consoles still buy their GPUs and their systems from, like, companies like NVIDIA or AMD. Like, actually, in their case, AMD. But it's like, they're still, like, they're not, like, NVIDIA is still, like, high up in that food chain sort of thing. Like, they're actually producing the thing. So, like, from constructing wise, like, they could be, they're, they're on the better end. And I think that on the consumer side, Xbox on the better end. And then Google is just, like, kind of floating in the middle. It's like I'm not ah. quite sure. I'm not quite sure about Xbox because with PC, I think you you're you know you've got a really strong point. But with the Xbox, I don't understand how like you've got the console, play the game, you know. Oh yeah, I'll go out and I'll I'll I won't bother buying it. I'll, I'll go get myself a Mackie D's 
and then uh, you know I won't bother downloading it. I'll, I'll just play, I'll stream it straight. From, like, but you've got the console. No, right? Okay, you've okay, okay. Machine. So so imagine right now that like now you now you can buy this lower price Xbox, which doesn't take physical games, and only stream and only plays a certain quality of quality of thing. So like. Like I think last generation or the generation before that, if you said like, "Oh, we're selling you like a console where you can't put physical games in, you can only buy it from like the store, you can only like rent them, like the like basically like so the, let's say the Xbox SX, right? Yeah, that's that's the yeah. lowest that's, spec. That's the thing that we have right, right now. SX, SX, yeah, sorry, that's the thing that we have right now. Like that's already yeah. a step where it's like, okay, you you're buying the lower spec Xbox and you can get Game Pass with that, and that's rather cheap, and you can have all these games. You don't own them, yeah. but you pay a subscription service. So let's say like next generation or a couple of years, and it's like, well. Now we have like an even cheaper version of the Xbox, um, which like you can download these games and like play them at these lower settings, but you can also stream them and then like they can be 4K or like they can be higher levels. And it's still with the Game Pass. So so, so, so like it just goes like, a step down below. Like it slowly fades into like you can buy this Xbox where you can play games on and like you can buy this Xbox where you can play games on and stream on and you can also buy this Xbox where you can only stream on but that will like that will be cheaper but you can choose from that and because like people have been eased into it just like they have been eased into the like buying a console which doesn't have like a physical disc that you can put into it like but you've you've got to make sure that no matter what you do you are making a profit so this 9.99 a month budget um, across however many people mm -hmm. has to pay for the hard sorry the 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 hardware yeah the uh, what's it called the game development mm -hmm. right and oh god what else um what else uh the yeah the internet bill right for start you know so it'd have to pay for these multiple different areas where if it's a physical game or a downloadable game all you have to pay for is the storage space right not mm -hmm. not running the game just the yeah. storage space and uh the development of the game yeah. right the second you have to start paying for running the game that bill is gonna fucking skyrocket right that is and it's gonna require like they they're they gonna have to be really careful in terms of plug and play hardware where they're able to just oh we need to add more um machines like you know we, we yeah. need to add more boxes to, to accommodate the the volume of players oh right okay so we we've we've now got um 30 drop off we have to shut down those machines right because mm -hmm. one of the things that nvidia could do is after they you know, they, they've done this. Oh, right, we need to recycle the car, uh, graphics cards. They could literally pull the graphics cards apart and repurpose them for the next generation of graphics cards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? I, but, but like, um, like, I, I, like I, I definitely think that on that side of things, like, NVIDIA has a, a step up, but I, do also, yeah. I definitely think that, like, it's fair, so much easier for, like, on the consumer side of things, like, to convince someone that's already, like, like they already into the Game Pass thing, and they're already into like the digital Xbox thing. So like, go into the Xbox streaming thing, then just buying entirely random different things. Like, let's say, okay, for example, let's say this, okay, next generation console, so PS Six and Xbox sure. Six. Let's say sure, that <laughs> let's say that the Xbox says you don't have to buy a new console. You can continue to use your Xbox Five and stream the new games that are coming out. You just have to, like, pay the service. Like, you just have to acquire the service, and you can play all these games because you stream them through your Xbox. So then, okay. like, 
you don't have to pay for like the upcoming like you don't have to buy an upcoming console because you just stream it and like they've already like made these consoles in advance that they can do it so like you can still play your your regular old games on it but you can also use it to stream so you don't have to buy like a 400 500 console but you can stream and like you can also do that with the upcoming generations like it's like that's a i think that that might be an easier sell to people than that's like hey you like you may have never heard of NVIDIA because, like, people that are probably going to be into streaming are probably not interested, like, are probably not enthusiasts that built their own computers because otherwise, like, if you like building your own computers and you have money to build your own computers, why would you go and, like, doing streaming servers? But, like, this is a company you may have have heard from a little bit or never have heard from. You can go and buy, you can go and buy a subscription service here so that you can play games on a streaming service. It's like, well, but, like, I've never heard of them before. It's like, so, you can do it on Xbox. So, so to, 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 poke holes in the idea the hypothetical mm. um to play devil's advocate yeah if you have the option of buying a 400 pound xbox six mm-hmm. right or pay nine nine uh, yeah 9.99 a month right so 10 pounds a month um to get uh all the same games as the 400 pound machine yeah plus paying for the games right why would i never choose the 10 pound a month well like like that's so so so, so you're saying why, why why would i go so so why would i never choose a, so, so so like why would i okay his yeah. his his clarity right yeah you've got the 400 pound machine oh, yeah right and you've got to buy a game on top. So let's say yeah. it's a five hundred pound investment, yeah. right? Ten pound a month, right? And you can play for the same quality months, right? Yeah, you can play with the same quality. Yeah, fifty months until this is actually earned. Yeah. its... Yeah. So, yeah. so, 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 like that. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. I think that Xbox has a leg up when it comes to convincing the consumer because they can say like, "Hey, you can buy no, this new console." My my question is. Why would they ever buy the console? Yeah, that's what that that and that's what they want because they want to build their streaming service. Because if you own the streaming service, you own the infrastructure and you own like their games. So like, no, in, sorry, step yeah. back, step back. Right, you are Mister Microsoft man. Yeah, right. You're not Bill Gates. You're Mister Microsoft man. Yeah, you are investing in various different scenarios. Right. Yeah, you have. You've made the decision to sell this console, the, the Xbox Six, for four hundred pounds, mm-hmm. right? And you're um, what's called selling a competitive service. You're competing with this product yourself yeah. with this product, ten pounds a month. Yeah, right. Why would any consumer? Who could get the same product for? Oh God, how many years worth yeah. of this? Yeah. You know, why? But, why would why, anyone? Why would they buy go? This? Why they go for? Yeah. But like, like that is why you that like. Okay, so like, this is the thing. Like, they wouldn't because that would be the better option, and you'd rather be your own competitor that takes your product out than like let someone else do it. And like, no, no, no you would never want that. Uh, the what? the business reason what? behind that is, 
Like you say, so, you mass so, 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 so you'd rather have, you'd rather have that Xbox just says, we're not going to invest in streaming service. We're not going to do this at all. We're just going to continue to make consoles. While in the meantime, the video comes by and says, why would you buy that $500 console? If you can just for $10 a month, come to us. And like everyone goes to the video and they'll just lose all their business. Like, would you rather have that? You're just like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to compete with myself. I'm just going to like do everything and watch everyone go away. No, you would do something else. And that's something you, you sell the machine for cheaper, right? You would sell, uh, but the thing is, Nvidia but can't like... just go. It's ten pound a month. It would be ten pound a month for two years, right? Yeah. So that's two hundred and forty pound total compared to the four hundred pound, yeah. right? But so but... that that's that's yeah. that's that's yeah. competition. Yeah, but like right? the thing is, is that consoles already don't make a lot of like profit from the console sales. So like their yeah, most profit come from okay. like people on their platforms. So like wouldn't it be for them the most ideal situation where they wouldn't have to invest that much into con into developing their own consoles because the consoles are no longer in the hands of the consumer so they can do it all in the back end and instead they just lock consumers in into like their own servers where they pay this subscription where they don't even own their games. You don't have to bother with like use games. You don't have to bother with like 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 selling games, like like producing like 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 it's just it's just on the platform people can download it and you own everything. Like wouldn't that be something which Microsoft would want to have? Potentially yes. Um the problem is like if Microsoft were to do that, they would mm -hmm. do it specifically to spite Nvidia, right? Nvidia would need to have at least a minimum number of users to make it worthwhile. So say they had enough capacity to handle 200,000 players at any one time, yeah. right? But if Microsoft provided a service um, that was operating at a loss, they could potentially damage the the consumer base of the 200,000 users. So mm -hmm. NVIDIA might only get a hundred thousand or fifty thousand users, right? Yeah. And as a result, Nvidia would have to shut it down. Yeah. Right? Because they're paying for two hundred thousand users worth of service. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But the only way to make that viable in terms of Xbox is to operate it at a loss. Yeah. Just to kill their competitor. Yeah. Now the upshot is Microsoft can easily do that because mm -hmm. they make a shit ton of money each year. Yeah. Right? an insane amount so i think that would be realistically the only reason why is to kill a competitor or right? or like let's say i mean like if we're saying like look at this 400 dollars console or it is like this well, 500 console or this like 10 bucks a month like you're not only saying that to xbox users you're also saying that to playstation people we're like buy you look at this you can buy 500 playstation or you can come here and like if it's such a good deal you're also going to like maybe cripple playstation market and they're they're going to come to you and like what you see with xbox is like first their game pass was one dollar a month then it got up to five now it got up to nine and it's like like as long as people stay with it as long as people are like baked into the system like they can increase the price and people stay around so it's like see, i i don't think they could do that for playstation users or pc users because the playstation or pc users would still have to buy the console even if it's the, yeah. the xbox sx or the xbox ss xbox 5 you know they would still have to buy the original hardware in order to use the streaming service yeah. but right? then but then let's say like what is the minimum you need like like that would just be like cheaper let's say but i do think 
I think that already right now, like Microsoft is doing this thing where like you can, but through Microsoft, like buy an Xbox like for twenty dollars a month for two years, and like you get the free, like you get the free online and Game Pass with it. Like that is like honestly, like I can imagine like compared like like you you can look at that and say like well. You're not really gaining a lot of profit with that. Like you're spreading a lot of profit out, like over a long period of time. It's like you could have, like, it's kind of shooting. Like it's like kind of like not good for your own business. Like you'd rather have the people pay up the money, and then like two years later, like you release another product and they buy that again. But now, yeah. like, how many, how many children, how many like teenagers that barely have any money, or like how many like families are gonna buy this Xbox on this plan because it includes going online and it includes the Game Pass and it includes the entire console from day one for like twenty bucks a month. It's like. Like, I think that a lot of families which aren't, like, tight, which aren't console fanboys that stick to one platform, like, might just be like, oh, I'm going to go Xbox because that's a good deal. I I can see that. Um, but at the same time, I think that that will only work in... <sighs> certainly in places like uh, America mm -hmm. um, because they are used to subscription-based services. I think in Japan, that wouldn't work at all. I think in the East... It's like, you know, I'd rather just buy the thing flat out and own the thing. Um, myself, like, you know, um, my last phone, I bought them flat out. Um, but this phone, I'm on a subscription, but it's the cheapest shit subscription. It's so cheap. Yeah. Um, what else is there? I So I think Europe is like a big deciding factor. I don't know how many people would just... Oh, I'll go for a subscription rather I mean, than. I mean, like, like the thing is, that, is that you have to convince your 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 the users that this is something they want. Like the, the moment that Netflix was like pitched, and like I, I think there was like a streaming service before that, before Netflix, that kind of like wanted to become a streaming service that didn't work out, that went under. Um, but like the idea of a streaming service was like it, no one like wanted it when like it, it came like in like ten years ago or something because people were like, why the hell would I like want to pay so that like I don't actually own things? Why would I not rather like buy DVDs so I actually own the thing and like I can borrow it to my friends and they can watch it and like and now like everyone has it because uh, their friends have it and yeah I saw how easy it is and oh yeah it was very cheap and now it's gotten more pricier but oh well everyone's watching Netflix and you couldn't do it without Netflix could you and Spotify oh yeah I mean like we all could like get our songs very easily but now like oh we're paying monthly fees so we can listen to them oh yeah i mean yeah i guess yeah so like i think like when it comes to game streaming the biggest hurdle is that people don't see a need for it and again like for me personally i don't see a need for it either i'm kind of like either i'm so casual that like i play with like anything so like i mean if i'm hanging out with my friends most of what we're playing is like playstation free games Wii games it's like we're not playing like the playstation 4 we're not playing like we're not gonna be playing playstation 5 uh, because like we don't care, we just want to play games that we're kind of familiar with. It's like whatever. Um, so like I don't know whether like if I'd be casual, a casual casual gamer, whether like I want to have a subscription for first for something I play once in every two weeks or something. I don't know. Um, whereas and on the other hand, like if I'm into gaming, if I'm like an enthusiast, like hey, I can get an Xbox for like twenty dollars a month, and like that I'll own that. It's like no, that's not that's not that very expensive. I can own that. I can have that. And like, if I have more money, I can like buy a gaming PC and I can own that. I can have that. It's like I don't really find a place for it. But like, if it wants to find a place for it, like it needs to convince people that it's like useful. And in order to do that, it needs to like come into the minds of people and like people need to use it. And I think the easiest way for it to get to people is through consoles because that's already something that people have. And I don't think PC is gonna do it because why the hell would people on PC try to push streaming services? Because like that's that seems like the dumbest thing ever. But hey, I mean like I I actually disagree with that i think that people don't necessarily have the hardware to play like big games like you know fuck 
one of the big reasons why I updated my machine, upgraded my machine, was to play Cyberpunk 2077, right? But mm -hmm. I had the budget I could just drop to upgrade my hardware. However, a lot, people, a lot of people don't, right? How so if people what? However, there's one thing you miss. And that is in your case, and that's also like in the case of like me, if I have a laptop and I don't connect to like an Ethernet cable, internet speed. Yeah, exactly. But that's not going to fix with a console. No, but it's like it's like when like 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 when when it comes to PCs, like generally a lot of people are going to be like with their PCs. A lot of people have laptops. Like barely people have like desktops anymore. So like the most casual people have laptops, and it's very unusual for laptops these days to have an Ethernet port anymore. And if you don't have an Ethernet port, really? Yeah. Most, most, like most, most laptops these days don't have Ethernet. They just have like two USB C uh, inputs, maybe a power a power charger, and that's just, it. Just, 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 just to clarify, you know, you can put an um, an Ethernet port like adapter into you, USB C you, and it you, works. Like you can network. use a dongle. You can use a dongle. But then again, yeah. like we're talking about like the casuals, okay? So when it comes to like when it comes to a console, like you already have a smart TV. You put a console like right now next to it and you plug the cable in. Like that's easy. But if I have a laptop where I'd like I would have to get a dongle and I would have to connect to a cable. I need to figure out where that cable goes into like the router. And like that is a lot to figure out. And at that point, like would you still be interested in the streaming service? It's like I think that when it comes to like P like casuals on PC that have lower end PCs, like the chances are higher that they also have very bad internet. Whereas like when it comes to like a console, I think it's much easier to like convince them. Oh, just plug the cable in then. But but even so, with um oh my god, what the hell's happening with my phone? Um even with um you're you're talking about like oh using wireless and. Things. The, the, the bottleneck is not at your wireless laptop. The bottleneck is at your modem to the outside world, right? That's where the, you know, the, it doesn't matter if your um, laptop's on wireless. Well, it's entirely dependent off your ADSL or uh, fiber, whether or not the, the hosting cluster is in your country at all, right? Yeah. I mean, I so, mean, that plays a big part too, but like when, like when I, I think up to two years ago or something like when when I started like a really stream because mm. like my internet was absolute shit and why was that because we just had a router downstairs and like we have a three-story building it's like it was downstairs and like you could kind of like watch videos up uh, upstairs and you could kind of like like text but like if you wanted to stream my upload was garbage and my download was garbage too and I at, some, at one point was like well let me just run a like a, a 10 meter long like even a cable see what happens and all of a sudden I could stream easily I could download things easily it was like wow that was like a night and day difference and like getting a second router and like like getting it installed right in your room it's like that's I mean that's also like something which is more complicated which is like like again like, are you kidding but is oh, isn't that God. the same thing as like you know how hard is it to like get a game console or how hard is it to like 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 the way that I see it is that game streaming is such like like a like a casual level thing and so not an enthusiast level thing that the moment like you're an enthusiast, like it wouldn't be something that you'd be interested in. I honestly I I disagree. I think it's the gaming enthusiasts that would rather get the streaming service. Like out of all the people I know, right, that bought into Stadia, it was one of the hardcore gaming enthusiasts that got into Stadia. Right. That is crazy. It's, it's Laws, right? Laws wanted to buy it for the controller, wanted to experience it for himself, so on and so forth. No one else do I know actually bought into say like they, they want as you said, they want it simple. They want to buy the box from the shop, 
put it next to the TV, plug it into the internet. That's what they want, right? Mm -hmm. And that, if anything, is going to be the reason why online gaming will fail. It's because yeah. it's people are targeting it for the casual audience, much like Netflix. I mean, you were saying that um, everyone in the dog has Netflix. I have Netflix for one simple reason, right? I want to put money towards the Netflix original productions. Lost in fucking space is amazing. The Witcher, incredible. Disenchantment, holy crap. Like, I, I'm I'm not one to... Like, I, I don't bother with... Uh, oh, what's, I'm looking at them. Amazon. I don't bother with Amazon's uh, video streaming service. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't give a shit. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care i'm not gonna bother putting money to i don't have Amazon prime no i'm probably one of the few people you know that doesn't have amazon prime well i know right? a lot of people that like amazon prime in this country is not big i know no one that has right. amazon prime here but like i mean like the thing is also, is also like i've like like i don't have netflix either like i mean like my my, my family got it at some point but like i like i never use it like because i'm kind of like i mean like i got dvds and like if I if I want to watch something like I barely watch TV, so like the thing is is that for me like I got YouTube, and when it comes to like great shows like I love to have like I mean like what like I love to have like a display of things, and like when it comes to like books like I'm I'm reading like I'm reading books now I'm reading them less like I should read more but like I love like buying a book and like reading it and like having it like putting it on the shelf and like like if someone wants to read it I can lend it to them and be like oh yeah this is really cool I love that so like when it comes to like The Witcher like. like I would love to like have the DVD box. It's like there's the thing. And like I know it takes up a lot of space, uh, but like I like having that physical thing because again, like yeah, like look at that, the merch. It's like it's like we had the internet, like we had the internet go down for like an entire day. It's like if all my movies are on Netflix, well, guess what? I can't watch fucking anything anymore. And it's like like one thing, like I know it takes up a lot of space, and like that's people's main reason for like why don't you just go to like the the the, the, the streaming side of things, but. Have you ever seen like someone's game room and it's like 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 or like a place where they have like a like 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 a shelf full of like games? It's like it it does have a special feeling. Yeah, it's it's maybe a bit enthusiast, but like because I like it so much, like it it it's such a cool thing. Like I have, um, I have my games like 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 I organized them recently, and I and I, like I look at them like oh yeah, dude, I, like that one that was so good, or like I find Persona Four Golden, and like they're small tiny PS Vita like box and like open it it's like, oh my god it's such a great game it's like if someone has a Vita I'll borrow it to them and like I'm I'm, I'm kind of hating that like a good friend of mine like he came over here for Corona because like he wasn't in the United States he came over he come over, came over here he didn't bring his PlayStation because he thought he was only going to be away for two weeks that was kind of dumb but he oh wow a book just fell uh but he was like, oh, man, like, I would love to play Ghost of Tsushima. I bought that game. I finished it. I really want to hand it to him, but he doesn't have a PlayStation right now. But if he had, I could have given it to him. He's like, dude, play this. And it's like, that's why I love when it comes to, like, because I love these things so much, I kind of want to have them sort of thing. I want to have a physical thing. And, like, that's why I don't like the... I, yeah. I get that with um, console games, right? I, mm -hmm. I totally do. Like, the majority of the Switch games I own are physical. Yeah. I don't... I don't um, I don't particularly subscribe to digital, mm -hmm. um, mostly because Scott Pilgrim versus the World is a perfect example. It's a the game. Um, it was a Xbox 360 exclusive. Mm -hmm. um, I think it got re-released on the PSN, uh, yeah. and now it's getting a re-re-re-re-re-release for um, the Switch, PC. Uh, 
Xbox One or Xbox SX. Yeah, and Xbox Five. PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, you know, so it's 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 getting re-released, and that's literally the only game one of my friends is holding on to her Xbox 364. It's like mm-hmm. literally the only one. Um, my Xbox, I'm pretty sure, is dead, and like I've I've still got it in a box in my bedroom. I'm like, why don't I just throw this thing away? I really just don't know. Um, but I totally get the the value of having physical things. I've got boxes full of dvds again in my bedroom because you know when i moved to my last place i was without the internet for like two weeks three Mm -hmm. weeks i can't remember how long and i was just going through dvd after dvd i was was just binge watching stuff all the time Mm -hmm. so i totally get it yeah so um shall we move on to the last topic because otherwise we'll never get to it (laughs) i i just i so i think i think push comes to shove i don't think streaming services will really ever take off until servers are cheap as literal shit yeah. you know I, I i'm quite curious for that time though because like let like let's say the servers become cheap as shit to run like wouldn't that change the landscape with youtube and twitch and like big like oh, okay. companies? because like right now the thing that's holding back competitors to youtube and twitch or big social media websites is the huge cost in running servers yep. but if that cost goes down if the cost of data goes down, we're like, you don't have to worry about giving all your users like free access to like like um, put videos, upload videos on your platform. Like maybe that will turn around. Like all of a sudden, like people and their people and their and their grandma can go like create their own like YouTube website, and like there can be like this little arms race again of like these small websites, like trying video hosting websites, like trying to come up, and like maybe one will beat I, them. I cannot envision um, personal websites coming back. I really can't. Nah. It's, it's pretty much the reason why I've kind of given up on my one. It's just like, I mean, it's built on a pile of crap. I mean, but no one visits it. So, right. Okay. Moving yep. on to the next topic. Mm-hmm. PlayStation 5's remake of the PlayStation 4's Spider-Man changes Peter Parker's face drastically. Uh, I don't know if you want to put the image up. Oh, Spider-Man yeah. Miles Morales is one of the launch titles for the playstation 5 and is highly anticipated so and is the highly anticipated sequel to the 2018's spider-man created by insomniac games including uh included with the ultimate edition bundle the game uh is a remaster of the original 2018 version in the original 2018 version spider-man um spite i think that's supposed to be spider-man's uh voice actor for Peter was Yuri Lowenthal. Mm-hmm. But the model uh, created for Peter was not a direct match for him for artistic purposes. For the remaster, they have chosen to adjust the model using a new face actor, Ben Jordan, to give the character a closer facial match to the voice actor. This is a purely visual change. The voice actor sorry voice acting was uh not been sorry has not been touched but the difference in is quite noticeable to fans of the game or in any side-by-side comparison this this is the big reason why i got the side-by-side comparisons you can actually easily tell so the one on the left is the 2018 version the one on the right is the the remaster the original peter parker appeared to be a college-aged man with signs uh, of having lived a bit of the hard life 
while the new version appears to be closer to a fresh-faced version of Spider-Man portrayed by Tom Holland in the recent movies. Fans have noted that the change appears more jarring because the proportions of Peter Parker's body not having been adjusted, only the face and hair. And this produces an uncanny valley effect during the cutscene released by Insomniac on September 30th. I don't know why I'm belching, because my drink's right there. I haven't had any of it. In a tweet from Brian... I have no idea how you pronounce that. Intihani? Intiha. Intiha. The creative director of Insomniac Games, he stated that they totally understand the reaction. Apparently, it even uh, took Brian, the person in um, question here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this this is the clip. I assume no audio? No audio, no. Cool. Right. Uh, it took Brian a while to get used to Peter's new look. However, it was apparently considered uh, necessary to find a better uh, match to Yuri to better convey the voice actor's performance visually. Despite the reaction, Brian has asked fans to trust that this is what they feel is best for the future of the franchise. So, I don't know about you. He looks so babyface. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, like... It feels like, uh, especially when it comes to like the, the, the side-by-side here, it's like... It also feels filtered, man. Like the like 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 the old version. If I look at that, like it feels like there's detail in the face. It feels like you know a character, and th- this just feels like you know how like if someone if someone takes like a picture with Snapchat, kind of looks like <laughs> like that. And, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want Snapchat in my in, in my game of life, you know. But you've uh, you've um you've watched Nerd City in the past, haven't you? Uh yeah, I have. Do Do you remember the um SS Sniper Wolf? Oh man, I mean, <laughs> oh dude, Fault Patrol is such a great series. Just like, yeah. just like also the pictures where like necklaces just disappear in the skin yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, anyway, yeah. uh, the the thing that I find is well, first of all, like, hey, okay, so what do we need to consider? I think that one of the things which um, I can understand when it comes to uh, a franchise like Spider-Man uh, is that especially if you want to continue on with this game with like a sequel sort of thing. Um, which I can imagine they might because, like, the Spider-Man game was quite successful. Uh, it was quite good. And, I mean, it's also tied into, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Then you want to have, like, some uniformity no, across the board. Was it not? It's, not? it's not tied into the Marvel Cinematic I mean, Spider-Man is tied into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, like, not this series, Spider-Man. but Spider-Man okay. is. So, okay. by extension, like, yeah, people yeah. see Spider-Man in the movie, like, ha, 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 play game. Yeah. Um, so... I can imagine that if they want to continue on with a series of this, they they want they, they want it to appeal and they want to have some uniformity across this. And one one of the things which like Marvel's Avengers had with the game that came out that didn't do, do, do that great was that like the first time it was shown off, people were upset that it didn't that they didn't resemble the actors that they were familiar with. So I can imagine mm-hmm. if you want this game, even though it's standalone away from the MCU, like you want it to resemble like the movie that people saw because that could be like your greatest advertisement. So that if kids that have never played a Spider-Man game, like watch Tom Holland and they go into the game and the character looks like Tom Holland, they're like, hell yeah, dude. Ah, I, I can get down with this. I can imagine that they might want want to do something like that. Um, however, 
I don't know where like this was the right way of doing it. Like I think like if they wanted to do this, they should have done this from the start. It's so weird that with like this new console release, you have this change in model where the game has already been out. It's like and it's not even like a live service, it's like a game, like a single it's like why now? Like what how? And like like it's I don't know, like I don't think, think it's gonna be toggleable. Like like if you could switch between perspectives, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, down, but like it's weird. Why now? Why not when the game released? So so um Nvidia asks, can we get a comparison shot between the new version of Spider Man yeah. and uh the voice actor Yuri? Oh, okay. Um, I'll look for that. So I will I can say my thoughts. It so you pretty much hit the nail on the head. I do feel that this is a uh, a marketing move to make Peter look like Tom Holland in order to try and sell the game more to younger audiences. Um, and I feel, realistically, I feel that's a really scummy, shitty thing to do. I, I do not agree with that tactic, that mentality, that method. Um so that's the voice actor is on the left and the original uh peter yeah. is on the right and then and you have the original for like yeah and then like you can't he just he just looks so baby face i mean like i mean like he he kind of has a baby face like like like, like i mean like it, it does for some of the voice actor but then again it's like no, it doesn't. No, no, because like the big, the big thing is, right? Christ, I wish I could annotate this. Look around Yuri's eyes, right? Yeah, they are worn, they are weathered. He has smile lines going the side of his nose, right? Yeah. So yeah. does the Spider-Man yeah. on the right, right? Go back to the other comparison, right? No smile lines at all. No, yeah, right? I agree. Yeah, he's got such a youthful face, like. This 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 character sorry, this this version of Spider-Man is like fucking 14 15 he's young as shit he's supposed to be out of university right mm -hmm. like it's it's so i i i feel that this variation of Spider-Man he is far too young um sorry just looking what Navidia says no one cared what uh, peter looked um looked like peter, people yeah, people, people just wanted just to play want... as Spider-Man. They don't. They didn't care to care to yeah, look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say to be honest, I'd rather play Tom Holland Spider-Man than any other Spider-Man. Terrible like, says. And, and and just like I don't. I like. I want the narrative to be standalone, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the problems that the MCU has right now is that we're they're, they're trying to move into Phase Four. Like, all the movies have been postponed indefinitely yeah. because of the whole COVID-19 uh, scenario. Mm -hmm. And, like, what, 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 what the fuck are you supposed to do? Yeah. Right? So, I, I want to know what happens with Spider-Man after Far From Home, mm -hmm. right? I think that it has great potential to be something incredible mm. right i mean hell you know sony were just gonna be like <laughs> and it wasn't for the fact that tom holland you know pulled um some crazy ass moves to convince disney and sony to actually kiss and make up i mean like fuck i wish disney and warner brothers would make up and then they could make a sequel to uh, hopefully a good sequel to who framed roger rabbit mm -hmm. you know 
but it it's like I honestly like why do you, why oh it feels like you're taking creative artistic license and then you're just going no put it in a, a mold make it make it more product make it more so mainstream so i can imagine that like on the one hand you have this thing where you have like this this massive billboard of like the movies where it's like why would you not make use of that on the other hand it's like if you're so dependent on the movies, the moment that like the MCU starts being stops being relevant, which like I think it's lost a lot of relevancy among like mainstream public public where after like Endgame, people were like, yeah, okay, that was that was it, that was the end because it was called Endgame. Yeah. Um, like I think that the moment that that hype dies down, then like okay, well you know, like do you still want to be tied to it? Like won't that then be a movie video game sort of thing? Um, but. Like one thing for me, which has always like a little bit bothered me with when when it comes to like superhero franchises, and like that's because like I haven't read the comics. I'm not a comics person. Um, so the thing that I found always so bothering when it came to uh, Spider Man or like Batman or like is that like they always told the same thing, and I was like, I just want to have one story that continues. So like 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 when when we had the Batman trilogy with like um um uh, like Christian Bale, yeah. Like the, the the really good one. I was like, okay, so like I know that they changed the actor, but I just wanted like I wanted the, the, that thing to continue. I wanted like okay, so like that's one thing which I loved about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It finally continued. Like we had Spider Man. We had like Spider Man one two three. New Spider Man one two three. It's like why the fuck are you telling yeah, one, the two. same one, shit? Two. One, yeah, two. One, oh yeah, one it two. It's it's like why are you telling the same shit? Just tell me what goes on next. What happens next? I have already seen this. As like for someone that hasn't read the comics, that hasn't read all the different instances. Like I think uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse was like the very first movie where it was like kind of okay with there being multiple Spider Man. He's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like just different universes. But it just I was like, so like when I am like watching the movie. And, like, I'm then playing the game, which is either, like, doing the somewhat same thing as the movie, but then something different. It's like, like, what is this story even? It's like, when I watch Star Wars, it's like, episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. It's not, like, 4, 5, 6, and then, like, uh, like, 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 1, 2, 3 is, like, the same story, but then different, but still the same story. It's like, I just wanted to move on. So when it comes from a casual perspective, I can understand that, like, when it comes to, like, a Spider-Man game, like, on the one hand, I can fairly well understand you'll be independent of the movies. Why do we need to mainstream all the movies? Why do they all have to look like the actors from the movies? Like, I, I can't understand. Like, I don't have a like for that either. It's like, just because this movie is relevant at the time, why should it look like the actor? But at the same time, I also have this thing where it's like, I just want to have a story where I can get lost in, like, which goes on. Because, like, for me, as, like, a mainstream, casual, not reading the comics person, it's really, really weird. Like, I really lost a lot of, like, interest when it came to superhero movies. Uh when like I discovered it like like I watched the first like the original one two three Spider Man and then like the next Spider Man came out I didn't even watch that because I was like well, I've already seen that why the fuck would I watch that and then the MCU came around I was like this goes on this actually continues oh my god this is so cool so like um for like I can under like I can understand why they might want to like tie it into the movies like that because then like you have this continuity but that runs the risk of like mainstreaming it because there might be so much more better source material where it's like oh we could so much more better go in that because they mainstream it with the movies not even in the games can I go there to like experience that so I can understand both sides of the argument here so part of the problem with what you're saying uh, I don't know if you're aware of this mm -hmm. um, but the the Marvel versions of the spider-man movies can't have specific characters right mm -hmm. so it can't have harry osborne can't have uh, mary jane watson mm -hmm. can't have oh god there's like a load of a-list uh, like can't have um 
Doc Ock, can't have Green Goblin. Can't, I don't think can have Hobgoblin. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't have Venom. Um, there, there's like so many characters that it cannot have, mm-hmm. right? And they have seriously, um, like th- th- there's huge hands being tied with between the deal with um, Marvel and Sony in terms yeah. of the production of um, Spider-Man movies, and mm-hmm. but Sony don't have the production rights to the Spider-Man games, like mm. only movies. I'm mm-hmm. not the comics. Not um, not books, not any other form of media, just the movies, mm-hmm. right? And like it, it feels really off that we've got Insomniac, who was recently bought out by Sony, so it's an actual Sony studio now, exclusively Sony mm-hmm. studio. So it feels really weird that you know even the the creative director of uh, of insomniac saying that you know it felt weird to get used to this other version of peter but this does feel like strings higher above you know saying oh we need you to make him look like the tom holland version of peter actually like uh i don't think that we that we put this out for for next week so i think that we can talk about this uh, this feels very much like um, uh, like the amazing announcement of Super Smash Bros, where um, like uh, Minecraft Steve rocks the block, where like literally Rock. like the like the, the the creator was sitting there like yeah, uh, many people have asked me like how do how do characters get in the game? Well, it's it's a huge process. Sometimes people ask have asked me like can Minecraft can Minecraft be incorporated into uh into 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 Smash Super Smash? And I said no. And then the the executives asked again. I said it's not possible. And then I said that I will do it. So it's 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 a miracle that it has been achieved. But as like as was asked, here it is. And like the fact that like the first thing he said after like the chat was like, you may be wondering what the hell did we just watch? Well. That's a good question. It's like, yeah, like, like uh, that was also probably a situation where it's like, well, you know, we could probably make someone else yeah. pull the strings. Yeah, yeah, someone else pulled the strings. Like, and then just ask the question: How much money does um, what's it called Disney have to pay to put like the Mandalorian into Smash? Yeah, uh, but like, yeah. like the the thing that I find is like when it comes to actually, uh, let me read Nvidia first. Uh, he says for for me the faces of these characters don't mean uh, anything to me because I started with the comics and faces change with each series. I could understand if people who's first into movies would care about the face because people tend to tie into a character with the actor who portrays them. So in their eyes, a different face means uh, means it's not really that character. Yeah, like I, yeah, I get I get one hundred percent where Nvidia is coming from, right? Mm-hmm. Because when I was younger, I used to read shit tons of comics. Yeah. But the problem I found was when an artist would change, right? Mm-hmm. One of my favorite all-time artists is Stepin Sage, right? Yeah. Does phenomenal stuff. He did the cover for the Warframe comic. Pardon me. For the Warframe comic, um, for the TennoCon exclusive when it came out. I'd love him to sign that, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, the other, uh, but the thing that really pisses me off is where a 
publishing studio like let's say marvel or dc or image or you know just just pick one what's that this they one? will that's the one right where they will hire um step and sage to do the cover art and you're like holy shit this is amazing and typically i don't know about other countries but in the uk comics are typically sleeved so mm -hmm. you can't really peruse the comic if yeah. it's sleeved you know so you get the comic out and then it's some other artist and it's just like this is fucking shit yeah this this is like i used to read an amazing comic called rat queens right mm -hmm. Uh, unfortunately, there were some difficulties where the artist, the illustrator, it turned out to be, I think, from what I understood, the situation, it turned out the illustrator was a wife beater. Mm -hmm. When the author discovered this, they fired the illustrator. Mm -hmm. And then they were trying to find someone else. Step, they paid for Step and Sage to step in and continue doing it. And he did phenomenal, right? It was incredible. But then because they didn't want to continue to pay for his high quality work, they paid for him to do the covers and then someone else that yeah. wasn't as talented, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, all artists are talented, but they weren't as great at doing comics. When they illustrated Steppen... Sorry, when they illustrated the Rat Queen's comic, it was so difficult to comprehend what was happening backgrounds were getting left out so yeah. you're trying to understand where, where's this happening i don't understand like two seconds ago we were outside and now we're inside a log cabin what the fuck's going on and the the faces weren't as emotive they were like scowly face like mm. most of the time and it, like so i totally get where nate video is coming from yeah. where artists would change with marvel comics like every five seconds but to me personally that was one of the big um uh pushes away from reading comics i i found it so jarring when artists would change and it was so difficult to tell who which character was which yeah i i think that that might be the the really tough predicament when it comes to comics and also especially like superhero comics because like the way that they've been bought up by movie studios and such is unless you've grown up with that like like you're not it's not a normal way of storytelling generally where like the same story is told over and over again because you're new iterations and like we change characters and we change actors and we change this and that because like what i'm used to is when it comes to when it comes to movies it's like i'm used to movie series like star wars for example where you have like characters like there's only one actor actor that plays one character and like they progress and like later on the character either dies off or like it's like doesn't come back or like I mean like it's only six movies so like that's only like only six movies I mean they made three other ones but or four other ones more other ones but I don't count them um but it's like it's like they made a couple of movies and like they're not like oh this time this time Luke is another one here is another one here's another iteration of Luke it's just like it's a, it's a pretty linear story and when it comes to like cartoons for example that I watched on TV like series like Spongebob or something like when I grew up as a kid like these are all still like the same characters that may repeat themselves and like their their their, 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 their plot line might be like stagnant sort of thing but it's still like you know you can watch them after each other and so like the same continuous story sort of thing and after that I went into anime and manga and like those stories basically like i mean like take a look at a one piece which started like years ago that started at one point and like you're now moving on to like another point so i'm very much used with i want to dive into like a deep story if i want to 
like immerse myself in a universe. I want to immerse myself in a universe where like a story starts and like goes on. Like the characters in like the manga don't change. It doesn't like all of a sudden change the character or like it's a different character. Like they might go into different universes, but that's like part of the plot line. And with like superhero and uh, superhero movies and comics, like that's a weirdly weird thing, which like I am so not used to. It, and it really doesn't like, I'm not used to it so it doesn't really appeal to me where it's this thing like oh this is this version spider-man and this is this version is batman it's like no i just i just want to like tell me the story of batman tell me the story of spider-man what's the story tell me like what the story is it's like oh no but like this is a, this is a, like over joker oh yeah this is like an iteration of joker that could have been the joker in like batman but it could have always been a joker in like 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 suicide squad or it could have not been the joker or it's like no just tell me the goddamn story i'm here so I... like, ah and it's like oh it's so annoying I mean, one thing that I really do love about like anime and manga and things mm-hmm. is the big die-hard um, push to be its own thing, mm-hmm. right? Like as you put it, like there isn't twelve different variations of Spider-Man comic all coming out at the time. It's just the one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so One Punch Man you know you just get the one artist doing it you just get the the weekly releases the monthly release i i, I think it's weekly. um you know you got what what's another one um naruto yeah you know it's it's like dragon ball z yeah. you've got all these different uh manga and things that are all done by uh a series of different shit is that the time yeah. Uh, we've got a series of different sorry a series of singular artists right and mm-hmm. um, it's great you know one of the biggest drawbacks of things like manga is that you can invest in a manga like series but then you get like 13 14 volumes in and then the artist you know, the, the slash artist has just given up mm-hmm. you know i was reading one um called i think it was called kurahime right which mm-hmm. is like black princess and uh she was a witch but she had her powers sealed away because she was too powerful she defied the gods the gods then sealed away her powers and the only way that they were gonna you know uh release her powers is if she showed that she'd like grown as an individual kind of thing and she was slowly growing by interacting with one specific human and then, like, you got to, like, volume 13 or 14, and the author just, I can't be fucked with this anymore. Bye. And it's just like, <laughs> Really? <laughs> uh, 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 no, um, oh, my God. You know, it's a lot of older, like, 80s-style manga fucking yeah. had that. Um, but when you say characters don't change, are you talking visually or, like, character development? So no, I like 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 I told like I mean like how see I I've, I've not read comics but like if I look at um if I look at let's say if I look at the movies if I look at like the first Spider-Man trilogy then the second Amazing Spider-Man and then like the Spider-Man in the MCU they don't seem to share the same storyline at all like they're three yeah. different characters if I take a look at like the Batman trilogy and then like the Batman and Batman versus Superman like they also don't seem to share the same. Uh, storyline it doesn't continue off where like Batman and Batman v Superman has still like has his injury yeah. and sort of thing so like there there are like separate iterations like when you look at Naruto when you look at One Piece when you look at manga in general like 
um, you have this thing where like you start out with this one character and like later on he grows or like maybe that grows grows really slow or like it's kind of like a like Gintama is kind of like a like a, a thing where like it returns to like kind of like a Simpsons sort of thing. It kind of returns yeah. to like status quo, but sometimes it increases a little bit, but then it returns to status quo. But it's not like um, it's not like oh you've like in this series like we've done one hundred chapters of like. Like as far as I can tell, like when I, when I look at the movies, like we've done one hundred chapters of this of this story, and now we're gonna start all over again. But this time, our main character is just a tiny bit different, and it's like, okay, why? And like that's I think that's all that's also like a big problem with like the movies, with the movie industry, like the way that these rights have been bought up. That like stu- Actually, studios are like. Yeah. So to give you a bit more background, mm-hmm. one of the biggest problems that amounts to this is the fan bases, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the stories that i know of um i can't give it to you verbatim but look up um hal jordan like uh resurrection or something like that is um so years and years and years ago they killed off hal jordan and mm-hmm. who was a flat 2d character you know he he had no personality whatsoever they ended up killing him off and replacing him with another Green Lantern called Carl Rayner, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Carl Rayner was more creative with his constructs. You know, he, he was um, a really different character. But there was a group of fans that, you know, protested the fact that Hal Jordan was killed off, mm-hmm. right? Um, and... That, you know, that they basically they they boycotted the Green Lantern comics, mm-hmm. right? And they made it more and more widespread known that you know it should be Hal Jordan, not some other person. Hal Jordan should come back. So like the guy's fucking dead. What the hell do you expect? No, oh, Hal Jordan should come back. Uh, uh, you know, and it basically the there were so many. Um, protests right mm-hmm. like it boy it was hurting sales it was hurting comic book sales yeah. even though comic book sales for the green lantern were bad right they were getting worse mm-hmm. right even though in review the the replacement green lantern was far superior right yeah what the the what's called the the diehard fans for uh, for hal jordan just kept on pushing dc and they push and they push and they push and eventually, they brought Hal Jordan back, mm-hmm. right? And this kind of pressure is constantly applied to the comic book industry, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like the fact that you killed off um, what's it called Mary Jane Watson. I don't like the fact that you killed off uh, Gwen Stacy. I don't like the fact that you killed off Aunt May. And like, and every x period of time there's another fucking reset yeah right there's um oh god um so dc has gone through a number of these resets and i think it's a crisis of infinite earth mm-hmm. or something like that um or infinite crisis that was yeah. something, something like that right and basically it was like th- that universe would just get like reset and like Superman was a good guy again, and and like Marvel had one not so long ago. So when the Marvel movies were getting like super popular, what they decided to do was do an event so that 
all the um, main Marvel characters lived in the same thematic universe. There was no variation mm-hmm. on the the characters. So, and basically, what they did was they just they destroyed all the Earths and things like this. So there was only one Earth left, and different characters. Sorry, different variations from um, different uh, what's it called universes came to live on this one world. I was just like, why? Uh-huh. I I can I can't imagine that it's like a very weird territory to to, to work with. Uh and I and I wonder whether that like whether that plays part in the way that like you engage with audience participation. So for example, like when it comes to movies and uh, when it comes to stories, like generally like towards like it's something that's written and you either like it or you don't. Like I don't think someone goes around and says like Oh yeah, no, we should boycott uh uh, the Harry Potter story because it should be rewritten like this, even though like J.K. Rowling wants to rewrite things, but there's anyway like like it's it's as it is sort of thing. However, when you take a look at like the let's say for example the later Star Wars film, uh, films, like I mean like no one's gonna be like oh the Star Wars like the New Hope needs to be changed. It's like yeah, it's just what it is, man. And like you like it or you don't. But what you see with like Star Wars seven, eight, and nine is that even like the director step forward and say like yeah, well, it's just our interpretation of it. It's just a fantasy, so make what you want out of it. It's like this thing where they kind of want input from people, but also not. Uh, like it, it, it opens up for this weird thing where you have like audience participation, which is good, but at the same time, like it, it interferes with the story. And I think that, for example, if if you take a look at games, for example, I don't think that. Uh, people are up in arms and boycotting, like, let's say, Nier Automata because they, they didn't like the way that something was said or they didn't like the way that a character was played off because it's part of the story, it's part of the experience. But when you take a look at, like, Warframe, I think in the, in the first early years when it came to stories, when it came to lore, people just accepted the lore as it is. But I think that right now, we've been for years on, like, this pivotal moment where, like, what was going to happen to one of the main characters in the game? And I'm like, I think that, like, what's going to happen to the main character might very well be decided based on, like, popular folk what people think what people want and even if it isn't like i can imagine that there might be huge backlash in case that they decide to do away with them, this main character and that i can imagine everyone be up and else no we want it back and I, I i wouldn't put it like like past them to just be like oh well then then then, then, then they're back and it's like like that's what happens when you like so tied together with like your community let's say when it comes to like these these projects these creative projects which are so closely tied together with like the people that engage with them that read with them um that like it can give it a lot of good because it can like improve it and like you you can have this engagement together but at the same time it might also compromise the original story like when let's say for example i think nero Automata as a game is an amazing game and like i don't want anything changed about that because i just think like that's the story they wanted to tell uh, but the moment like you start to have like interference and people put input like like everyone has got different views, then you have this thing where like you can no longer tell your story and you're more like pleasing to like what people kind of want to see, and then you end up with like these multiple different universes because multiple different people have multiple different things, and like there can be benefit in that, but like I think that kind of goes at the cost of the story itself. I agree with you. I think realistically, it depends on who has creative control Mm -hmm. over the the medium right so i think if i don't know say uh, platinum games was turned to yoko taro and said oh yeah we need to make um to be have less clothes and bigger boobs like he would either turn to them and say fuck off Mm -hmm. or just say yeah i don't care just give me more money right (laughs) 
Um, okay, so let's 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 bring this to a round off. Yeah. we've been going for a while. We've been this, going for a while. This has been a good. This is a good long episode. Yeah. Good. I, I hope you enjoy. Um, personally, I do not like babyface Peter Parker. No, I hated him in. Um, oh God, Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Oh, it's a Google Gaga. Yeah, that's fucking yeah. way you look. Um, I if there's a toggle for this, 100% down, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm fine for you to have that creative freedom to to do this, but I think by changing the face, it does not respect truly does not respect the original source material, especially when the game came out fucking two years ago. Yeah. I mean, come the fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. Like that, that that's, that, that, that's, that's something where I'm like, why, 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 why could you not have made this up? Like when you, when you release the game, for example, and like, yeah, if anything, this is a director's cut, like, come on. It definitely is. Not and like, right. make it toggleable at least like, like toggle it. Like you can choose. Yeah. And like, like another thing, like which I'm kind of curious about, but we're not going to talk about that. Is like, okay, if they can change the face of the characters, what else can they change in like their new console version? And can we actually like have, oh, it's the same game on the new console, but you know, it's the same game, but it's it's different. So it's actually the new game. It's like game 1.5. And if you want to get that, come on the new console. You know, this game has been out for two years. Like, yeah, I'm curious about that. Anyway, like, uh, if you guys have any questions uh, related to, like, the things that we talked about, any questions at all, feel free to post them in chat. Uh, I don't want to say, today we've been going on for quite some time, uh, and I always always think that episodes are good where it's like, oh, what's the time? Oh my god, that's the time. <laughs> and then, well, like, you know... I gotta do a Sinoalis PvP event <laughs> in, oh. like, 20 minutes. I was like, oh... Oh, oh man, yeah, we uh, oh. we gotta make sure you you you're ready for that. So yeah, ah, uh, oh so, man, yeah. yep. Any questions, anyone? I Do we have see... any questions from last week? Uh, nope, no questions from last week. Just people saying good job, enjoyed the episode. So need 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 more questions, people. You know, yeah. you you could ask us about our favorite games. You know, have we played any of these games? What game would we re over if they changed the main character? Mm. You know, what the? F I mean, I mean, like you could even ask us, like, what what kind of questions would you want us to ask you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good questions. There you go. Yeah. Good questions. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Travel says no questions. Uh, only Tom Holland. Only Tom Holland. <laughs> um, like, actually, the one thing I would love to hear if you're listening to this on. Uh, YouTube, especially because they can, because there's a comment section. Um, like, what artists, uh, like comic book artists, or even like Twitter-based artists, or you know, what artists do you particularly follow? If you follow any at all, like mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I I follow a lot of artists. I I just like, if I had the time, I would just sit here all day, just going, yes, <laughs> art consumed, Ooh, I content. Like culture i mean wait what <laughs> <laughs> actually actually i i have a question too you know what like if you guys ain't questioning i'm questioning so um my question is what are you doing right now while you're listening to this so that could be live but that could also be you're listening to this via anchor or you're listening to this via any of the spotify or whatever podcast apps or you're listening to this via youtube 
what are you doing right now? Like, are you are yeah. you are you listening to us while you're laying down in bed? Uh, are you listening to us while you're working out? Are you listening to us while you're just like playing games? Are you listening to us while you should actually be working? Are you listening to us like I, I'm quite curious in like what kind of settings are you like like here like listening to us? Because um, like I only have like this perspective where I'm sitting right now and like I really don't know. So like if like let me know like where you're listening like what 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 what's your situation? Maybe 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 we can apply it more. Like maybe maybe something we should say like. Oh, watch out! There's another task coming. Your boss is coming around. That's like, pay attention. Maybe you could say like, oh, you know, just you had a rough week. Just lay down, close your eyes, or oh, you're doing a good job. Like, don't let people get you down. You're not a noob. Like, you know, we can we can don't, encourage don't you. Don't let that cor- as that that corpus nullifier get you. Oh, <laughs> it's coming to get you. anyway. Oh uh, man. So Stavev asks Destiny to rant when. Uh, we need it, Kappa. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I'm kind of done with Destiny. I mean, like, I don't think they've done anything that, that as egregious. Like, 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 what, what have they done? The content. Yeah, but they've done that earlier. It's like, what, what, what worse can they do? They, no, I thought. Has, has the new expansion even gone out yet? I don't know. I do know that, like, if you have Game Pass, you can get that expansion for free to keep forever. But I mean, like again, like I think that some, no. some point these expansion need to be free because like they're removing many of them. Um, um, I do not know who James Jean is. I'll have to look them up. Uh, I love Synchrosis too. Um, I love what she does with uh, her Gundams. You should also check out Skyers um, with his Gundams as well. Um, they both work for Digital Extremes. Uh, any types of artists, poetry, drawing, music. Um, Drawing and music is my draw. I'm not a huge fan of um, music, and yes, Joey does count. Yeah. Um, uh, you love James Jean's artwork so much, you've even got a tattoo. Wow. Uh, when? Do you, um, what? Do you, yeah, no, I, I that I love Synchrosis stuff. Uh, we actually had her on ten o'clock, uh, along with Skyers and De Drew at the same time. Cool. Um, I think it was episode two fifty. Yeah. I've, we've not had, we've not been able to have like a um, a DE guest in so long. Mm. You should, you should. Maybe we should get a DE uh, guest on this show. <laughs> well, do 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 you happen to? What's what? Do you care to know who the next ten o'clock guest is? Oh, uh, me. No. Oh, why no, does no, everyone no, keep no. saying that? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, oh. Who should we have? Like, no, it's um, Antonio Greco, the the voice actor for Era. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I uh, like uh, like uh, I, I I like Skyers because he's cool to eat pizza with. Like, we like that's what we did. Tenocon twenty eighteen. I ate pizza with the guy. That's like Skyers you know, is cool. He's a really cool yeah. chill guy. <laughs> so uh, Pablo, I'll try and get Pablo. Get Tom Holland on. No. Why not? Right. Right, so with that lovely bombshell from um, Cephalon Tribal, uh, let's 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 round off the show, um, yeah. Michelle. Let's let's all bring right. it to a well, close. Thank you all so much for listening to Framecast number fifty-seven. We've done fifty-seven of those things. We just crossed over one hundred hours on our playlist on Twitch, which is probably a lot more because we don't have that many on our playlist. We do have more. So if you want to spend one hundred hours of your life more on something, do it on the Framecast because we Ooh. have. Frame actually cast genuinely um a little bit of housekeeping um i think you did agree to this if you yeah. didn't apologize um 
we're going to be doing it Monday next week. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to play World of Warcraft. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> on Tuesday. Okay, yeah. So next week we're going to have, or we're going to be recording this on Mondays. So uh, yeah, uh, Framecast, always on Tuesday, except when it's not. Like next week, it's going to yeah. be on Monday. Um, that's going to be Sorry. interesting. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's good that you reminded me, because otherwise I wouldn't have noticed it. But yeah, anyway. Um, so yeah, 57 episodes. And thank you so much for listening. If you want to check out this lovely man right here, go over to youtube.com. So Galeon. He's got some amazing Arbiters episodes. So amazing. 10 o'clock if you want to see more, even more podcast content, because... Whatever you're doing right now, you're doing more of it. And you can listen to more of it. You can go over to watch his 10 o'clock uh, with amazing guests. Uh, search like, not myself next week, but someone else. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, like if you want to see this back, uh, go to youtube.com slash postmalongames. Um, yeah, there, there will be video content at that at some point sooner, hopefully, hopefully rather than later. And otherwise, you'll be able to check it out here on Twitch at the Visual Michel Postmat, where alongside the Framecast, we also stream on our streams. Like, I mean, like, I've been live today for like over f- almost four hours now. Damn, I've streamed a lot. So, thank you guys so much That's for tuning fun. in. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. I'm waving. I'm waving too. Well, I'm trying to shut it down. There we go. Bye, guys.